1: Recorded
2: live. Let me try to My
3: life is all I have. My, 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 my head. And i a it the Don't judge me. What you say now won't watch me. Cause where I come from, I made it through the pain and strike. It's my time now. I'll my life. My life is based on life. Loaded guns, telling my lawyers to get the case on. I need the bills that the president's got their face on so I can switch to president. Get a fucking
1: left. Recheck. I no longer have to wait for him. I made a couple hands. world and my life. I'm going to
4: Nothing not your bu.
0: Like Power, BB48, my hotel. Welcome the Field on the Ground Radio. This your brother Born. He coming in live. Think Tank Thursday. This Think Tank Thursday, we gonna be dealing with, uh, you know, a little bit of the court system. You know what I'm saying? Black men and, and his rights in the, in the court system, dealing with his children. You know, um, I, got a, I got a young brother that I, that I know from the hood. Want to come in? who want to tell his story. You know, and let everybody, uh, you know, just so they can see some of uh, the uh, outrageous laws that they have enacted against men. You know what I'm saying? And we talking about the black man. You know what I mean? Um, but we got some outrageous things going on. the Wrong pen. Wait a minute, man. In the
4: pen wrong. having a little difficulty coming in, but we're
0: getting right on in here. But like I said, we we're going to deal with some of the outlandish and outrageous laws that they got on the books, you know, and particularly we we're going to be dealing with here in Connecticut because the brothers from here. But I know that this is something that is um, touching black men all over the nation, dealing with, um, you know, outrageous child support and then outrageous court orders or, um legal guidelines that states have already set up where it just keeps a black man from being a father, you know, even um, you know, I don't even want to get into it all the way. I want the young brother to come in and he'll come in and definitely make it a, you know, um round it rounded or not for us so we can really get a grasp of some of the different things going on, be able to ask him some questions. Um as you get in there, Black Power.
4: What's going on, brother Raheem? How are you tonight? Out there, you must be flying high. Brother Dante, Black
0: Power. Black Power family. How are you tonight?
5: I'm doing all right, hanging in there. How are you? Uh,
0: um, man, you know, staying every day up better than down. Yeah that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm doing all right today, man. You know what I mean? It was nice out here. You know what I'm saying? As long as the weather good, man, I'm, I'm good up this stream. All right, man. But, G, you know, we got a little topic going north, man. You ever had any problems with the court system? Nah,
6: not really. I've been lucky enough to avoid that shit. Only little misdemeanor bullshit.
0: Yeah. No, I'm saying in regards to children, uh, anything.
5: Uh, nah, like I said, I've been able to avoid that shit. I haven't been caught up with no child support or no shit like that. I've been able to avoid all
7: that shit. Uh, that's a, you
0: know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a blessing. shit. I, I, I escaped it my own self. So when the young brother was telling me some of the things, I had. Or at one point in time, at one point in time, right, I was here in Connecticut and I had sent my daughter. To live with my mother and father, right in Georgia. So, they she down there, and so after a while, the school was wanting some paperwork, thinking that it was okay for my mother and father to have custody of my daughter, right. So I'm like, you know, uh, that right there already threw me off because I'm like, yo, what the what the fuck do you? If she there and anything cool, what's the problem? Nobody filed her missing. Child report, no shit like that. What's the problem? They're like, well, we need to know that she she here. So I, right. boom. Um, I I them a letter. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, I give you know I give permission for my daughter to be there. You know what I'm saying? With her, you know, her paternal grandparents. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Um, they get me back like nah.
4: Oh, oh, man, hold on one second. This family, hold on one second. Uh but power family. The brother
0: having a little trouble getting in, so what we're gonna do is I'm gonna catch him right here and we'll just we'll just rock off right here like this and uh you know, get him moving. But Jim, man, if you um you know, the brother like I said, he was having a little trouble, but I'm gonna go ahead and and clear this up real quick. Like I was saying, I was uh the the school system was saying, No, that's not good enough. We need to have something. Okay. All right. So now the um, court's thinking to me, what well, the school is saying it to me, they like, Yo, listen, no, we need something um, from the mother saying that, you know, um, in the court saying that you got custody. So I'm like, All right. You know, all right. Well, you know, so I right. I go down to the, uh, you know, I go down to the to the little uh, family court thing. I'm thinking it's going to be an easy procedure because the mother not contesting nothing. Is no, we don't have no stipulations any other time, and she always been with me or been with me and uh, me and her mother together at the same time. It's not like you know, I've never been out of her life or nothing like that. So I'm saying I'm like all right, clear. We we not gonna have no problem. I go down there. They like yo, listen. No, um, you need to. You got to take her to court for custody. I'm like take her to court for what? She not contesting nothing. There's no problem. She all right. I'm like yo, I'm just here because the state down there is saying they need something from y'all to be like you know everything is all right. They're like no, you got to. I'm gonna have to go go to the judge get something to subpoena her, uh, get a warrant for her, so she had to come to court in order for her to be the plaintiff, mean, or me to be the plaintiff, or her to be the defendant, and me to get custody from my daughter. I was like, yo, nigga, this is some bullshit. So, you know, I I didn't go no further with it. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, I, I'm not with no shit like that. Because I tried it, and this shit just didn't seem like it was going to be a good thing. Because when I went to the court, them niggas was like, it's going to be three months, at least 90 days before we be able to do something with this, whatever, and get you a date. From that point, I went home, drafted my own motherfucking letter, and sent it down there and said, huh, here I go. And they took that letter. So, you know, and, I was there, and I just bypassed by there. And so um, I'm telling you all that because I just, when the brother was telling me his story, it sounded similar to mine, but he went through the process that I didn't go through. And so, you know, I'm going to bring the, the brother on. It's my it's my uh, people right here. You know, uh, my brother, J.I., uh, you know, welcome to Street on the Ground Radio. Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing, big bro? I'm doing well. Hold on one second. I want to make sure that the people in the audience can hear you. So go ahead and just say your name and everything, and then I'll ask them if they can hear you clear. Hey,
8: what's going on, beautiful people? It's your boy, J.I. I
6: want to represent Rich. Uh, it's not about the goals, it's about the destination, and I'm here.
0: Ah, uh, Sean Love, my big brother. Salute for having me on. All right. Now, y'all, can y'all hear him clear? Yeah, he's good. All right. All right. Okay, okay. Well, you know, like, like I said, like I was saying earlier, you know, the show is about uh, the black man and his rights. You know what I'm saying? So, what I'm going to do, you know, for the family out there, I'm going to let y'all line back in, but I'm going to mute the line so when people come in, they just don't, uh, nobody cut in. And I'll open y'all right back up. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, no, you you good, though, family? So, okay, okay. So like I was, um, like I was saying, though, the, the show tonight is basically about uh, the rights that men have, you know, in dealing with custody with their child or uh, uh, with children, you know, in particular the black men and, and some of the struggles that you'll go through dealing with the state, in particular here in the state of Connecticut, but also these things touch home to family all over. So, uh, you know, right now, I'm going to let my brother just uh, tell as much of his story as he wants to on the things that, you know, transpired and, um, you know, his, his the little court journey that he's going through.
6: Okay. I'm um, to speak briefly um, a little bit about, you know, kind of what you, your story and your testimony, what you, what you was already talking about. But number one, um, I'm only going to speak about the things that I've actually experienced. Um, I'm not a doctor, not a lawyer, so everything is not factual as far as me going in the books, but... But by the experience, to me that's even, I mean, that's more factual. I've actually had to go down there and and live and go through this. Um, But for number one, in the state of Connecticut, you know, whenever there's a situation where a a child's mother, you know, for whatever reason, being spiteful, whatever their leverage is, to not let their child and and, you know, the father and the child's life, It takes to get Up with the fact that the father helped potty train, father wakes up every Saturday and watch cartoons. And his father brings him. His father teach him how to say the ABCs. But that's support of a child that doesn't even come up. So what you got to stand? You're dealing with the courts and everything. Everything that you do. That's why they say everything you say or do will and can be used against you in the court of law. That's all around. People think that just happens when you shoot somebody. That happens all around. So number one, you walk into this courtroom and they tell you, you know, you think you're just going to go, hey, I want my kid. and They go, oh, God bless you. And I mean, you the man, go ahead, we just gonna sign that paper for you. But they don't know, okay, we'll prove it. So they asked you to pay this, I think it's a $75 fee. I mean, so you you you're still dealing with that? There are some women, and it's not all at all. I love I love my women, but that's just like everybody. I mean, everybody's not not the same. There are some that are very spiteful, and they have no reason why they're doing it. But the more you try to get closer to your child and show sure, my at first, it was, well, I didn't have a job. Now I got two jobs. Now you want to bring me a child support and, and up the rate now I'm trying to move out, I got a new girlfriend. Whatever it is, it's just like, why are you going to be spiteful? And at the end of the day, even I, I feel like even now, I think the conversation we have right now is still case in point. From the phone, from the time the phone call started, I wanted to see my child. We still get into this whole conversation to go to fighting for the child of a mother-father situation. And when the book is back and sees that, again, as a father, your case is already thrown out. They look at it like that. It's just it's a, it's a hard balance to. Nobody wants to be the crazy. There's no sort of crazy father that just jumps up and blows bombs and punches everybody in the face because they miss their father. They they miss their kid. You still want a father to still, you know, conduct himself as a man, as a human being, and still, you know, and make rational decisions. But if I if anyone wants to say oh, a female is emotional, I think this is the closest a male will get to that point. Take my child away male or female, boy or girl, son or daughter, this this is the, the, the hardest thing I've ever, 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 ever had to deal with. And for something that doesn't necessarily have an answer, it doesn't necessarily have a definitive root, it doesn't necessarily have a witness that can say, well, look what I did. It doesn't have any necessary leaders. It, nobody, There's no answers out there. And No matter how many times we have this phone call, I said this earlier when we spoke in person, I still feel like this is the, the the silent battle that no matter what, no one talks about this. It was years ago, a, a real talented young man put a song on the radio about um, how he missed his child. And I said, you know, the song is beautiful, but it's so sad that it's not going to stick. No one cares about, the father who wants to be in his child's life. It's cool to get that. Hey, keep your head up. You know, someone write you a post, send you a text, you're gonna get it. But no one really, really, really. It, 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 not to say they don't care, but we we need more access to know what to do in this situation. And even as far as the women, you know what I mean. I, we need more female counselors out there, more old school women. You know what I mean, talking to these to these young women and understanding that just running to the state and, and throwing your, your baby father on, on child support to show spite and, and all that, it, it, it's ridiculous. It, it, it's really ridiculous. To me, it's, it's, almost, a, it's almost a form of, of you you arresting your baby father before anything
8: else. It, it, it just really doesn't make any sense.
0: Well, listen, man, I'm looking at some of the information, right? And, you know, like you said, you know, they got a lot of different um, – applications and things of that nature where this uh, this law that you're, you're talking about that, where as you are a father striving to, uh, you know, just have any type of custody as a child, um, this law is a law that not only pertains to, you know, they group you in with divorcees and all and, and uh, different types of things. So,
4: of uh, fact, let me, let me open this. And even with that, you know
8: I mean? Like you said, it, you know, it, it turned into applications
6: and things I got to fill out, you know. you And like I said, I'm not, not, I'm not trying to turn this into a back and forth or, you know, the equal rights thing, but it's like, you know, when my, when my daughter's mother had her, her child, that was the mother. There was nobody needed to sign any papers. She didn't have to pull up any ID or anything like that. Yeah you know I mean, the, the, the names on the, my name's on the birth certificate, I cut that medical code, you know what I mean, but I still gotta out an application. Like you said, I'm still grouped in with a whole other group of people that I did not I d I didn't I'm not married and divorced. You know what I mean? So why I gotta stand in that line all day?
0: You know is you went with the grandparents and everybody and everybody else. Um, and the rest of them. but listen, listen, this is what I wanna ask you. How long has this process been going on with uh, you not being able to see your child? Just the process, and then how long have you not been able to see your child dealing with this situation? Well, I'm going
6: to be um, 100% honest. Um, I'm, very, I'm very strong in a lot of things that I do. I mean, I started my own closing line. I'm older to eight. You know, let's go on and on. I mean, they to say what strength what strength I do have, but one thing I can definitely say, I didn't have the strength to continue fighting in that court system. Uh, losing battle time for more than one reason, um I didn't have the resources, I didn't have all the answers, um, I didn't have all the money and I just couldn't fight for my my, my kid like a piece of property because again, like you said, people I say when you go to court, like you explained earlier, there's, there's two sides. I gotta say my side, you gotta say your side, we're all looking for a win, period. If you can come to a mutual agreement before you go to court and court with it. You know what I'm So, when you're going to court, you're literally, you're literally fighting. And, you know what I mean? And I didn't want to do that. I feel like nobody was standing there in the room when my daughter was conceived. I shouldn't have to ask anybody for permission to see my kid. Now, what I did do is I, you know, reached out to the mother and tried to come to a mutual agreement. That wasn't her interest. So, what I did was I put all my pride to the side. I said, I'm going to give this woman whatever she wants, you know, outside of you know, like, oh, if you want a relationship, we have a relationship, or you want money, you want money, you know, whatever, as far as that, saying, what is it that, let me, the one thing I in there, let me give you an open there. let's talk to an agreement, because again, if you do make an agreement with your child's mother or whatever, but it comes to, to the point of you got to sacrifice yourself as a man or your principles and everything to still be a father to your child, you still got to be a man. And you still got to lead by example. So if it's already shown that the mother's saying, Well, yeah, you can see it, but you got to come over and you got to mop the floor with a toothbrush. And then next week, I want you to give me all your checks. And then I want you to run butt naked down Times Square. And then you do all that. That There's a fine line between, Oh, he's willing to do anything for his kid. Or oh, I'm willing to be a, a fool and just live my life or, and, and do just do stuff just for you and, and turn my life into a circus. But when my child gets older, she can't even respect the moves that I made. So you know, it, like I said, it's a lot of stuff. You got to go back and forth with. So I haven't technically, on paperwork, been told I couldn't see my child, or whatever. As far as you like I said, that probably would have been a lot better than the situation I'm going through, where the actual mother has made her own decision, and it's not just as easy as, okay, I said you can't see it. I can't. You can't see a child, and it's just like that. My child is older. Um, I'm. Right now, she doesn't have her own cell phone. In, in order for me to call or talk to my child, I have to call through her mother. If that message isn't passed on, if that phone call isn't passed on, there's nothing else I could do. I pop up at schools. I pop up at a few places before that starts coming off as, oh, he did this. Today. You know what I mean? You start fighting these, these these stories and these battles that you didn't even know what was going on. You see somebody in the store, and they're like, you know, when's the last time you see your daughter? You know, because your daughter's you know, mother told me they just through the roof and I was like all this crazy thing, you know, Like I, I haven't seen them in, in months. I, I don't even know where they're at right now. I really don't even know your exact address, to be honest with you. I don't know where you're at. But um, I think I'm very open to a point. This is the most open I've ever been, honestly, about my daughter. But I think the last time I actually saw her, um, even with that, that was just for the for the sake of a picture. I'm sorry for like a good. 20 minutes and then she was hauled off again. 40. And I haven't seen her for months. Um, to this day, I haven't, I haven't seen her, spoken to her. Um, I haven't talked to her on Father's Day. Her birthday's coming up, uh, July 13th. It looks like right now, um, yeah, I'm probably not gonna see her or be able to talk to her. I mean, um, I don't know. I, so, I mean, it's been, it's, it's been months. Technically, um, it's been centuries
4: emotionally. And, Never be repaired In my
0: heart Truthfully That's oh, Shit man Damn Yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you man That's a, Definitely um, Like some of the things That you were telling me You know Right now you, you, You're telling me again For the second time So it's a little bit You know It's a little less uh, Information Because you've already You know Basically filled me again So I, I'm, I'm gonna just hit a couple of things, and if you want to, you know, you want to answer, it's just a no. Now, you said that you went, you. How how was it that you said that a woman could just accuse you of anything? So is this something that I'm saying, like, what went on in your situation where this was going on? So I can't, so we can, so we can get a, a, a okay. clear understanding of how how easily something could be said without any evidence. Okay. Yes, uh, First,
6: yeah, I, I was actually, um you yeah, know, I, I was like gonna do my research and find out how to do the process. Now if, if anyone doesn't know that, you know, court cases unless they are are actually private, they're pretty open. You can go and sit in the in the courtroom and check out cases or whatever. So I actually sat in one of the court, um, courtrooms, the fair court, or whatever, and I saw a guy in there full blown career. The more money you could think of at houses at cars where they had three kids. The mother was on drugs, or whatever the case may be. Not just in her situation, but it was what it was. He felt for the safety of his children, and the children were older. And he should have custody, whatever. They went back and forth, back and forth. It got to the point where they was really letting her know that you know you could see in the case that she was. Yeah, I don't think they was trying to take custody. They was just really just saying nah, he's gonna get full custody until she is clean, or you know continues to do whatever she gotta do. When they got down to it, and it was about to give the ruling. She just, you know, came out of nowhere and started accusing him of just... If you're in the court, again, if you're in the court and you say, well, one of the reasons why I don't want him to have custody because it's something I've been holding in for a long time. I don't want to I him, something happened at night. I don't want... yeah. You know I mean? It just changed the whole case. It won't, won't go any further. So she did something like that and, and just brought up a whole bunch of nonsense, and they actually started arguing in the court. What the judge did is he... Quiet it all down, Slammed his his down, quieted it all down, felt like it was not intensible foolery, and said, We're gonna go ahead and take custody away from both right now for evaluation for the father and for the mother and they had the kids placed with a uh, with a mutual uh family member. You know, because they were old enough they were able to say, you know, grandparents or whatever. But it's stuff like that. Um, even when I went
8: to work,
6: um, that the mother said, you know, was was speaking on uh, me being a weed smoker. Now, like I said, I'm grown. I have no problem with admitting what I do, but it's also how you do it and where you do it. Um, besides living with my daughter, when, when me and me and my daughter's mother were together. Uh, I think we separated before she turned two. Um, no, I did not leave the home, ladies and gentlemen. That was her decision. It was me. It would have been the was right about now. But um, going through that case. But the the little monkey wrench that was thrown in at the end was, well, well he uses drugs. Number no one, does it already. So you
5: say that. Black power, I, brother
6: boy. Yeah, I mean, he uses drugs. Now, we can break it down, and, you know, it's just weed or whatever. But, yeah, they approached me on accused drug use. So I said, now, I smoke weed, but I'll tell you again, I don't live with my daughter. So if she's not there and she's not present, yeah, I'm grown. If I want to get off work, Drink a beer, smoke a blunt. That's me. My child's not present. My child is not, has not told you she's seen this or she's been. You know, she's been involved in this things like that. You talking about the uh, another adult who has done it with me? Now you ask me if I smoke weed. You could check my system right now and see that THC is going to come out. Now, mind you, you're talking to the mother who swears up and down. I don't smoke. I don't do anything. But if you test her right now. THC is going to come out. Now, to me, I look at it like this. If we're judging character and who's being truthful and who's going to do what they got to do and be honest to protect this child, to me, that should have been a default. You're already lying to change the, that's, you have to change the evidence. To me, there's no difference. If the evidence in this case is it, the blueprint is this is good for others, but if you go plant a bag of, wait, I think he did something, that's pain that's evidence right there. You just ruined that case. And, and to me, that's how I look at it. Like, why take something to court when you're dealing with dirty cops? So to me, that has been the, the emotional overtake that I had. I started to feel like I'm about to take a trial that means so much. I'm about to take a case that means so much to me to trial when I know that I could lose. But if I lose it, I got to do the max. And I'm not willing to lose that right now.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Black
0: power, mm-hmm.
4: power
0: mm-hmm. brother, boy, family. Oh, black power, see. Go ahead, Jay. I thought was course, uh, letting oh, that, was, that was by the
6: course. That was you know, pretty much the end of that statement. Like I said, as far as, like, you know, what they say, like I said, and it's just, you know, a police officer will tell you. you know, I mean, there's been plenty of officers are coming to the restroom, but I'm sorry for this. I you mean, know, I really don't want to see she calls. I mean, their job is to... Handle the arrest. You can tell the judge. You
8: can
5: tell the arresting officer all day. Yeah, I got proved, I, I didn't do it. He said, "Hey, I hear you." you okay. Monday morning, you see the judge. You turn that. Peace, yeah. all... yeah. family. Hey, I'm sorry for cutting you off, bro. I, I had a quick question. Did did um did, did did the discussion get into um you know? I hear the brothers. You know, he. I, I appreciate the brother, man, because. You know, me, myself, I have the same type of, um, I have an extensive history with literally taking a uh, system to war, um, especially with child support and stuff like that. Um, but has anybody, I'm sorry to just cut you off, but I had a general question cause, um, I keep hearing kind of like, um, how it's supposed to go versus what it is. And, um, the reason, I, I mean, I saw the title, and I got limited time on the phone, so I just quickly wanted to just touch on this, but if, if I can. But um, when, you, when you're when dealing with this situation, you have to understand that the woman is property of the cracker. The system owns the woman, whether she's on welfare or whether she's not, because she's the one that's bringing forth the life that are going to fuel the system. And... Um, you know, I'm speaking from personal experience, and and through my experiences, even as far as being able to get custody of my son, um, paying child support, not paying child support and all that, the conclusion I came to from going to the top beyond having a trial and all those things and speaking with um, the people who actually make the decisions was, you know, it's a joke at the end of the day because, your value as a black man is based on your non existence.
4: You know what I'm saying?
5: You ain't, that is period. The goal is for you, you're not supposed to exist. And whether you identify with the fact that you do exist or not, um, the system doesn't function based on that. And um, one of the things, one of the things um, I wanted to add on related to the fact that, again, regardless if a black woman is conscious, of it or not conscious of it or have kids that don't have kids, she has the potential to bear bear children into the society, it's a slave society and um they know that she she is their property. You get what I'm saying? We we as men we we as men don't don't understand that. We don't acknowledge that reality. And um that's the reason why we gotta pay. You get what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it's it's based on slavery, and it's 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 as it's as current as it was when um, the baby was taken straight out the womb. And again, uh, we have to be careful about generalizations of the woman's condition, as far as it's only welfare mothers. When a lot of women, more, women got black women got more jobs than black men, so we can't we can't keep using a cracker generalization with um, the position of the black woman. Um, Requiring state assistance when she she works a job, she's required the assistance of a cracker's business. So it, it really it's really no no difference in that. The the challenge we have to deal with, um, and again I'm only speaking from personal experience, uh, and again spending weeks and months in court, um, and also mentoring fathers and, and showing them how to kind of fight the system, is that despite the fact that you're gonna fight, you're gonna fight to the death. Um, if you, if you get a victory, your victory is going to be something you have to fight for to keep. So if you, if, 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 for example, I got, I got custody of my son, um, when I got custody of my son through an agreement with his mother in court, although I got my son, I had to pay the state thousands and thousands of dollars. So I still had to pay and and still had to deal with, you know, uh, a poverty situation okay. to in, to invalidate the fact that I had custody of them, you get what I'm saying. I still had to um, prove paternity and all these things that I did. I mean, you can't how you get custody of a child that's not sure. You get what I'm saying. But these are the real These are the realities that a black man might find himself facing. Um. At the end of the day, the the the, the war we got to fight. I didn't want um, to. Speak. I didn't
6: fully go so I'm glad you actually, you know, continuing. Like I said, I know where I stopped. Um. So yeah, you're absolutely right. But again, that's why what, what I did want to bring to the light that exactly like what you said, it's thousands of, of dollars. You gotta prove attorney to you gotta do this so I am glad that you are bringing it to the light that a lot of people just think that I'm the father, I go down and say I want rights in, and it's all done. Like there's a lot of stuff that you have to you do.
5: You got um, No, no, the point the point is the point is you got no rights. And you, you think you do, but you don't. This you is what, what I, again, the key the key point is that you can fight but the victory, what are you really, what are you really trying to gain? You get what I'm saying? You really have to ask yourself that, and you have to ask yourself who is it that you're trying to fight against, and what is it that they really can give you that you can't get without fighting them? And that's that's the reality of it. You get what I'm saying? Like again, this is this is a, you know that your life is in jeopardy when you when you when you fight for your your children's um rights. You already know that your life is in jeopardy. Because you're trying to play the proper role that you were, you were born to play. You get what I'm saying? But again, the you have no rights because she is owned by the white man. I'm not gonna say the state. The state is the white man. The white man still owns the black woman. Period. Uh-huh. And that's the reality. You gotta you have to deal with this based on slave off the slave reality. You can't. You can't intellectualize it based on what it's supposed to be because it doesn't apply to you. You know what I'm saying? And and what I'm I'm saying is because I've gone to the state the state of Connecticut's capital, Department of Social Services, Department of Um with, within the Department of Child Support Enforcement and and their services and spoken to the top representatives firsthand because I appealed and took them to court because I didn't feel I should have custody of my child and have to pay child support. To so the you understand, and so um, the the first conversation, of course, it was re- video recorded and everything. Um, mm-hmm. but he said, now he said off the record, he said, um, you know that nothing is going to change. Why'd you even fight this far? Why'd you even go through all this? just for me to tell you that? there's nothing that's going to change. And he's telling me this from a, I'm looking at this from the perspective of a white male telling a black man, nigga, you enslaved. It doesn't matter what you fighting for. You're enslaved. If you're not going to fight to, if you're not fighting for a victory beyond the shit they preoccupy us with, then you, there's no point in fighting at the end of the day. And, and, and I understand. You know
6: I, even say I agree with you. But, but exactly like what you're saying. We're talking about a battle in the court. Like I said, I I never disagree with that. Everything you're saying is exactly, uh, exactly what I agree. Having to go to the court, this is a technicality you have to go through. This is we dealing with the white men and all this shit. What I'm saying is you're exactly, exactly right. Why isn't there more when who do that thing And before it even goes to the court? And I know plenty of black And Like I said, I, I know. Because
5: you, ain't, you, haven't, you haven't won. You haven't won. You haven't won. You ain't, you're not even, you're not even dealing with the enemy that creates the situation.
6: Women who have that, children with black men, white men, whatever, and there's not, that's still a mentality. I'm going to be honest with that's still a mentality of that individual, because there's plenty of families who, that don't have to deal with it. Not every woman is like that. The same way you just said, don't want to generalize women.
5: Hey, bro. My, my point, my point. I meant it based on how I said it. It doesn't matter if it's Oprah. It don't matter if it's the most responsible woman you know. She's she's a slave, no different than the black male is a slave. And that's why the system is the way it is. And that's why you're not going to get, that's why they can't solve your problem. That's why they can't help you. That's why they can only create the situation that you're dealing with. That's what I'm saying, Issue.
6: Why should? Why would I have to go to court? That's why I said I got
0: to go. you're not going to solve my issue. The person who has full control to solving that issue should be the mother. Why should he even have to go outside of our bedroom? Why should he have to go? Why should you be in custody? Because arranged? you're a slave. Because you're a on, slave. Hold on, hold on. Listen, brother, 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 calls. Hold on, hold on. What's it? Listen, let me let me say this right here. Let me clarify this right here. You know what I'm saying? Um, the brother says that what brother calls is, is, is has stated. You know what I'm saying? And brother J I think uh, is really the, the catch on is that the system is that the, this a slave system, meaning that yeah, the court exists, but it it don't exist for you. It's just there, and you can go in there and try to use it. But the child is the child is a slave already owned by the master because the woman is the property. So the child is property of the motherfucking. A state also, you know what I'm saying? It's a like, like brother cause he done he got custody of his of his son. You know what I'm saying? He fought, did you know what I mean? Put in his maneuvers how he could maneuver. You know what I'm saying? And was able to make things happen for him. And really, you know, um, you know, and and I and I've been privy to some of the things that's going on with him where we didn't have to, you know what I mean? Try to make sure little man on the up the motherfucking child. The services, acting like they trying to snatch them up, all type of shit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's definitely. <laughs> it's also, like you said earlier, like you don't have a, 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 a someone who's contesting it. You know what I mean? So it's like there is, there aren't women out there that have
6: that self-worth no and know place. And there's some
0: that, that, uh, that don't. Listen, this is the thing, though. It's regardless if they contested. Like, like I said, when I went, it's regardless if she was contesting it or not. That's the route you're gonna to have to go. Like you understand, like no saying like you was got you you have somebody contesting. I had somebody who wasn't contesting, and I know that if I I would have had to continue along and go to these parenting classes or whatever if I was going one go about it they way, but that they was gonna put me through that same situation. I lucked up. I lucked up in a, in a, in a certain kind of way because I was playing both of them, both states against each other because of the time limits that they had. Because my daughter had already been in Georgia for, for past a year, and, and Connecticut, say, six months. But Georgia was asking for for information that Connecticut couldn't really do. So I just wrote some shit up to send to them like Connecticut was doing. You know what I'm saying? So I caught a break. But I understand, what you know, that's where the brother uh, causes really come from, the point that um he wants you to see, that the system is just a slave system, period. And we could want it to work a certain kind of way. Yeah, because I've done done everything that you legally
5: can do. I've done it and and succeeded at it within that that area. And I'm just speaking from experience. I'm not even speaking from a know-it-all perspective or nothing, but I'm speaking from hearing it from the crack of mouth at the top who makes the decisions that make sure your ass is running around in circles and their system trying to make something positive happen, whether it's with your child, whether it's with motherfucking a record, it don't, it really doesn't matter. It's not, if if it's not there for your benefit and it's it's only working against you is my point. And you're right. You know, in a perfect world, in a perfect world, we wouldn't be slaves, but bro, you got to deal. We all have to deal with this reality. Um, However, we got to deal with it, but it's something you can't ignore Because everything else that you've been provided, that that you might think um, works or you can finagle, and your effort is gonna fucking make you a make you something a better outcome is not. It's just not the reality of it. You know what I'm saying? It's like the the odds is like trying to make it to the NBA. You know what I'm saying? And when you look at, I'm gonna just give you. We look at the numbers all the time, right? When you talk about how many brothers, right? Actually, take it to trial nationally. What's the percentage, or, or what's the what's the conviction percentage rate? It's like ninety ninety eight percent. Might might as well just call it almost a hundred percent because nobody takes it to trial, right? Nobody fights back. Why doesn't anybody fight back? Not just because they don't know that they should, is because. Once you're already in their hands, you're already a slave. first of all, but you already in a situation where it's, you're going to take the lesser of two evils and it's based on what your master decides. You're lo- you already done. You might as well just take whatever's coming to you. You're already a slave. You get know what I'm saying? And so free pe- free niggas in America need to realize they're no more enslaved than the brother that's locked up behind bars. If we can deal with that, then we won't keep we won't keep having this fucking mythological um, oasis idea that we are equal to somebody or that something in this system actually applies to us for our benefit when it doesn't. That's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like that for me, for me, what, what I'm saying is there's a there's a level of there's a level of thinking that. I'm saying there's a level of thinking that is African-American in a lot of our people. And that American shit got to get murdered in our brains. You get know what I'm saying? And that's the rationalization for all of the shit that we think we got to do or we find ourselves doing based on what the cracker tells us we should be doing. And he can't free you. <laughs> and, I, and I feel like the woman gets this information. Just
8: like this, all this stuff is just like what, what discouraged her father from wanting to
4: Yo, I
0: listen, I am trying on. to tell you hold I got on, Brother Cors, hold on, hold on, hold on. Brother Cords, you said that you don't afford it and you don't made some wins, right? Yep. All right, so then maybe maybe later I'm gonna hit plug the brother to you and you can show him how he can get a couple wins if there's some wins for him to be Definitely. Won. Definitely. Right. If you, especially if he in Connecticut, I mean I know I know that inside out. You know what, this, what I'm saying? My, this, my, this, my, you know what I'm saying? This my young G right here. You know what I'm saying? And he definitely, definitely. When he told me what was going on with him today. I said, man, you need to come with a line, and you know, and and and, and, and you know, you don't been doing. So yeah, know, from start to finish, I'm I'm saying it from. Again, I became
5: a father. Found out I was gonna I was gonna be a father when I was 17 years old. That that first child is a child I ended up getting custody of. So six or seven years later, my son is 15. He just turned 15 and I homeschool him. You know what I'm saying? But for me to even get to this point, I had to fight the state just to get permission to be a father. And I had custody of him. You get what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm taking it to a parallel beyond just visitations or having a right to see or speak to your child. Cause I even dealt, we dealt with that. I dealt with that before coming to that, to this, to this point. Um, again, I'm sorry, bro, part of my my language based on, you know, the the slavery talk, but I I just had to say it for what it is for me now after going through it and hearing you, you know what I'm saying, wanting better for the situation. So if I, I mean, I got resources, so it ain't even a matter if I got resources, but the resources I got are yours, you know, to help you in this battle. But you got to treat it, yo, you got to treat it like you're running a fair one with somebody in the street trying to kill you, yo. If you don't treat it, if you don't treat it like that, if you don't treat it like that and you got a, a, a small voice in your head telling you that something is supposed to go different than what it's going, and it, you know what I'm saying, when it don't feel like a nigga trying to kill you and you just simply want to see your kid for a day. If it doesn't feel like your life is at risk, not even outside of your kids. Without you, there is no children. You don't have kids if you ain't here. You can't do nothing for them if, if you're not here, right? So you have to look at dealing with the system. I'm telling you from from experience, and I'm not just talking about child support, but we're talking about child support right now, and the fact of the matter is you have to treat this white man like he wants to kill you. So if it's paperwork you're dealing with, you're not going to deal with this shit like Moorish motherfuckers. You're going to deal with this shit like the fact that the cracker kills niggas with paperwork, right? So if you got to fill out a form, the most important thing with an application is just knowing how to fill a damn thing out. It's nothing, you know what I'm saying? So there's, there's steps to do that so that they understand you mean fucking business, you get what I'm saying but it's not nothing it's nothing extreme or technical it's just basically you being honest, you always present who you are, man. Another thing you spoke on related to the marijuana you' never tell the crack of the truth about you ever there's no need he don't know you for you to know for he doesn't know you personally for you to share any information that you you, you know what I'm saying anything that you partake in in a privacy of your home because it's only going to be a weapon used against you. You're dealing with the enemy. He hates you. You feel what I'm saying? He hates you. He hates everything that comes from you. He hates, he hates your existence. If you have to look at it from that perspective. You have to. If you, if, if, you plan on, if you plan on winning any type of court case dealing with white folks, dealing with this white system, if you don't look at it that way, you're going to lose. You already lost. I'm saying you're running a fair one. And everybody that talks, everybody you come in contact with in that court agrees that you need to be d- destroyed and annihilated. Uh,
0: hold on, the brother was trying to say something, brother Claude. I'm Go sorry, on. my bad. I, I totally agree with you. The only, the only reason
6: why I was actually brought is because I was being t- questioned test So I was like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It was really questioning. I mean, I was already going to get tested. So I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm not going to say no, I don't swear to get tested, it's in there. So that's, mm-hmm. was, I
0: didn't walk in and say, hey, how you doing? I smoke weed. <laughs>
5: I, did, I didn't really do that. Uh, he's, oh, nah, I man. Just, you you got to treat it like you were fucking being interrogated, and the next step is your ass is getting gassed. Yo, listen, so,
0: you course, got, so you got. you need a lie I, to get out. Well, of course, you said what happened was is that they was going to test him. You know what I'm saying? They're like, yo, you know, we're going to test you because we already got we done got the report that you smoke weed. And he mm-hmm. is at that point. Homeboy, oh, they
7: they can't force you to take no test, b. That shit yeah, gotta be. Can't force it you. might make yeah. it might make you look bad. They might try to play it against you. Like, see, he doesn't even wanna. He doesn't wanna cooperate. Listen, listen, b, you listen, take listen,
0: a test, he, he didn't get forced. Y'all understand. He was the young brother was going through the process. He was going through the process as best as he could go through the process. No but doubt. To back, he was trying to follow all procedures. You understand? You know that. Yeah, I'm with, yeah. The, First yeah. to win. The, check- by the, by the checklist. The, you
7: have the checklist. The checklist. Yeah, he's, he's trying to play by the rules, man. He's, he's trying, trying to play by, by the rules.
0: I'm gonna follow all the rules and do everything <laughs> I got <do> to do. The job I'm supposed to do, like and, and any extra that I can do, okay. I'm with, with whatever, whatever. I just want to see my child. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how, the, that's how the brother went into the situation under <laughs> that under that guy.
6: What you were
5: saying, brother? As far as the, the other side, the whole like Dave was having me running in circles.
0: I didn't realize that that was just my first lap. Right after I got yeah. <laughs> 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 yo, when well, they be giving you some, yo, man, Are you, you, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you said, that was his first lap. I didn't have the brothers in me. like, with this shit here. This is some bullshit. That was the first Yeah. Okay, I ain't stretching up. This is some bullshit.
5: <laughs> yeah, it's the whole the whole thing is, and it requires it requires you to tolerate bullshit, so you can't even. You can't even swallow no more, pretty much.
7: He's he got him, too, brother. This, bro, this brother, Griff. What, what, what brother Cause is telling you, he's doing this shit, and the mother's not even contesting. This is just him banging with the system. The mother's not giving him any flack about him getting his son. This is just the system. they like, damn, the bitch ain't going to say nothing? Well, then we speak for the bitch. You sit down, bitch. I got this shit. Now, look, man. We want you to get tested. We want you to do. They put him through that shit. His his his, but his child's mother had no problem with him getting his son. Is that right, brother? Brother, of uh, course.
5: Say that again.
7: I said your your child's mother was not in opposition to you getting custody of your son. Was she?
5: No, but they see, but they penalized me. They penalized it's me. Just... They penalized me for the next seven
7: seven years. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to tell the brother, your, your mother, your your child's mother was not even in opposition. The system yeah. it him upon themselves because the mom is the property of the state. They said, "All right, bitch, yeah. shut the fuck down. We gonna speak That's for what you. They we got did. this. We got this. Yep. You shut the fuck up because you ain't doing what the fuck we, I told you to do. So guess what? Put yep. your ass down. Yeah, all right, they even offer all right, you know, they, niggas, no, they all right, brother Carl, you motherfucking black uh, ass cool ass niggas. Now here's what I want yeah. you to do, and this is how they do yeah. what I'm saying.
5: Yo, they want they want as far as to like offer her a house. Help her get a car and shit if she just fucking worked with them to try to get my son and her back back to in her custody, so that they could um pretty much set the system back up, woman. You know what I'm saying? You
0: no know question. Check this out, right? Connecticut is, is is one of these tough states too. Even when it ain't tough here because in Connecticut, what else they do is that the father has so little rights or the father is so dead to the state. And even in the cases of if the mother has deceased, then the child goes to the closest mother's uh, family. No family matter,
8: member. Mm-hmm. No matter if your
0: name is on the birth certificate, no matter if the child been living to you, as long as one of these people says, listen, that my wait, that baby come with me. That baby mm-hmm.
8: got
0: right up out your arms, right to somebody else, because this is how they got it set up. It is just told, you know like you said it just totally against.
8: And this, and this is the crazy thing
6: you could have had an issue. Let's say you ain't married, but you always had an issue. Your your child's mother didn't like you, and like you said, unfortunately she passed away. She brought to this what she brought to at that time for you said grandma can come and say oh, no, that child supposed to go with me that was my daughter said and you got to do the same process now not are you not fighting for the child from your own the other parent. Now you're from the grandmother, from the uncle, from anybody else because, again, that's how the state is set up. Like,
0: yeah. we don't have no right to the No And that's what, that's what the brother was saying is that it's set up like that. It's, it's, it's there to show you, if you can see, that you were yeah. playing. Exactly. Yeah. You ain't got I, no property here. This property of us, um, period, point blank, period, especially exactly. in Connecticut. Connecticut got some of the most stringent goddamn uh custody laws that's out here. You know, so this is what they this is what they want to get across to the people when you when you go up against them that this is who you belong to. You belong to us.
8: And yeah.
0: like the same problem that I had. I went in, the mother wasn't contesting anything. I thought it'd be a sweet day in, in the park up <laughs> here. You know she signed off on the paper, I signed off on the paper I'll go home. They said, nah, nigga, you got to serve her a warrant, nigga. I said, serve her with papers for well, what? What the fuck? I got to get you. You got to go the mansion. <laughs> I need the sheriff for Like, we live together. How the fuck am I going to send the sheriff to the house where we live together at? What the fuck kind of shit is that?
8: Serve so. her with papers.
0: I was like, yo, that's going to be some crazy. Nah, man, I can't do no shit like that. I had a sheriff at my house to serve her with papers over our child. Like nah, man, that just that ain't gonna go right there, you know. So, so I, I, you know, and I that's why that's it. It, did. it definitely is something that's um, yeah. Yo, you know, a lot of a lot of people, a lot of brothers have problems with, and the number one problem is like you said, calls, is they're not as approaching it as war because they're not really seeing the context. You know what I mean? Yeah. I they're wanted not, to add
5: this on. I wanted yo, to add something on. Just despite the crackers, right? The whole, you know, since I've had custody of my son almost eight years, I haven't charged his mom. I didn't take her to court for child support, and I ain't asked a penny from her. You did? But so, but you shouldn't. Yep. I even, even, they when they it, know, even when they wanted, even if I had food stamps and they was like, hey, we need her, her name, I don't know her name. I don't Fuck know that. her name. Yeah. I don't
0: know her name.
5: You still got to give them to me because I got custody of them. Yeah. Give me them damn food stamps, motherfucker straight up. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. No, we she... don't talk. You know what I'm saying? I'll say some some bogus shit. We don't talk. I don't know where she lives Fuck that. Come on, man. It's warfare. You know what I'm saying? Tell so me. even if even if the woman causing you hell, this is from, for the brother that, that that was talking earlier. Even if your child's mom cause 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 you hell and shit, make you want to kill niggas and all that shit. At the end of the day, you gotta understand she she's just a tool.
7: Jesus, palm. So you
5: can't, you can't, you can't seek out any sort of revenge if it's about your kid, and that's if it works out in your favor, you feel what I'm saying. Your your goal is still to maintain some level of um, some dignity and balance. You know what I mean? That's 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 first and foremost. No doubt. You know what
8: I'm and saying? That
5: that's... All
6: women. It's just, it's just women that, to me, I don't even have that part in myself. I place to that. Like, why would you do that? Like that, and that to me, like I said, even with that, it's not about
5: the mother and the father. That's still about the child. How could you really look at this child? All they want is their father. All they want is a mother, and you tell them no. Yeah. Easy, man I got, I got, look,
8: I got a wife. I got a wife and two baby
5: mamas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, wow. I got, I got two children and my wife, and I got. Two children with two different other women. I got custody of one of those women's child. One of those women's child. My other child. I, that's the situation I I deal with. You know what I'm saying? That's a reality. But look at it as a stage. Don't look at it as something permanent. You feel what I'm saying? There's nothing you could do about it, to be honest. But be strong and, and fucking build yourself up for when the time comes. You know what I mean? There's, there's really. I'm a, I'm just keeping it a hundred with you. <laughs> I got a brother right now, right? My brother saw his daughter for her first birthday. She about to be 10. He, ain't seen her. he hasn't seen her since that, since that time, because the same old bullshit. Baby mom figure out a way, got a lawyer friend and shit. They wrote up some crazy shit, and she got custody and get child support, and he can't see his kids. But that doesn't mean it's over for him being a father. He's still got to be prepared regardless of whom or what because of who he is. You feel what I'm saying? You're going to be a man regardless if, if you're... Um, you know and I'm saying regardless if you lose this battle against the fucking slave master or not, you still got a duty to, to yourself and to represent for your child whenever that time comes. That's it, man. And,
7: and the thing is this, too, little homie, like, hold on, hold on, I'm hold on. So, There, there.
0: Hold on, go, go ahead, brother J. All right,
7: go ahead.
0: When you're in that type of situation, you know, exactly what
6: you just said, how we've all, you know, we know that happens. That's a big fear, of a lot of people, you know, be, be able to get the big lawyer, be able to write this paper. You're having that woman who's spiteful enough and devious enough to go ahead and do what she got to do. But the one thing that we're told as men is you still got to be a man. But we, ne- it's never in the rule book of having your kids snatched away from you. And that's cool, we're going to go through your emotions and everything. But this is the part I'm saying. We're- And I'm glad I'm able to talk to you about it. So I definitely want to exchange numbers with everybody. Um, you know, after you get off the air, anybody who can help, you know, get this step further. But there's no resources. Us as men, we don't know who to go to next. You yeah, know I mean? There's not business. Like, I'm glad that we have this conversation, but it's again, we got to get on, a, we got to have a show and all meet up at a certain time and have this conversation. This is not just a conversation that you just bring the next door neighbor or the dude that's sitting on the bus next to you. He like, I don't know what you're talking about. Either I'm not in my child's life, or I don't know the first thing about going to get custody or whatever the case may be. So it's like, you know, I'm glad that. that, that you know, like you said, you went through it and you was able to come back and, and get your child and everything. And I said, I would love to exchange numbers so we get the information. Well, my biggest goal is to get that information out to more fathers because the sad thing is, if you post up right now, I miss my child, I, I wish I didn't go through a situation where my child. My child's mother is keeping away from me, it's never one or two likes. You got 40, 50 fathers. Post right after that, I'm going through the same thing, and these numbers are crazy. And you'll be looking at that father, and you didn't even know they was going through that situation. You look at certain women, you go, oh, she looks like she's holding it down, and yeah, she's a black woman, she handled it whatever. And then you know, you go through this situation, like we're on the phone now. Yeah, I got this, baby, mom, I got that, and it's really a story that goes on every single day, but it's always swept under the rug, or we don't know what to do. Past after we get
0: told no. No, see, I'm gonna tell you one thing that one thing that hold everybody up is that is that regardless of whoever like we see the black woman, she's the one who looks like she's inflicting this on us and and we forget that it's a slave system that she is only she can only act out the program that's in her goddamn hand. Yeah. And if she not clearing her program and I'm not saying all women got the program, but if she not busy clearing her program She's going to run along with exactly what it is. So then, instead of us putting our effort into the real fight with this rich motherfucking beast, or this rich motherfucking white man in his system, and the shit that's built up, we instead internalize that fight with the woman as though she's the one who is actually bringing this to us. Now, yeah, she might be the tool. She might be the tool, so you might have to deal with things with her. The real fight is with that, is with that goddamn... With the beast who created the system to make sure it goes like that.
6: And I understand exactly what you're talking about. That's true. I agree. Like I said, I and it's both ways. There's not no battle against women or no war against women or you know what I mean, downing anybody on welfare or anything like that. But again, I know uh, a woman who can have one child and get on every aspect of welfare and everything else there is. And I know a woman that got five kids that won't touch. That won't touch you, you know, any any type of help or assistance. And again, assistance is assistance. When you get four or five continuances and you want child, and you want money assistance for five years, that's not assistance. You you, you that's you you getting carried. There's people that literally will milk that all into their kid at 17 and a half. And we're talking about that. They, they did it all on their own. Like, no, that, that, there's a big difference. There, there's a, there are women out there that, that abuse. Like you said, they have their programming all messed up. And you're right. It might have been the tool because, of course, if she sees I can get some free money over it, she's going to do it. And like you said, we back. But it is also her fault. We've been there with talking, like you said there's a lot of people that live. When I was living with my, my child's mother, I was still paying child support while I was living here with her. So, I mean, you still get this case where, well, if you pay, if you live with a kid you don't have to pay for work. That's not true. You think they're gonna jump in the record and record what you and stop it? They, like you said, they don't care, they're gonna take all your money. But are like you saying the responsibility of the woman that you're sitting there with to like, listen, I know that what I'm doing this is gonna cut his check off, he's gonna end up going to jail. Like before you go when you go in the church before you walk in, they say we're gonna give you all a chance to go ahead and, and come up with an agreement and then we'll call you and you say what it was. I, um, you know, I was in a rearage, uh, uh, and I was on my way to school. I was going to be graduating the next week. They said, if you guys can't come up to an agreement, you know, you got to do what you got to do. So my rearage was like $8,000. They said, um, it's up to the mother. You can either request for the 8000 in advance right now and, and hold, or you guys can work out a payment plan. I begged her, I said, listen, I graduate from Stone Academy next week. Let me get on my feet. Let me do what I got to do. I went to school. I didn't miss no days. I'm about to graduate. She looked at me, looked at me, said, you don't have the money. I said, you don't have the money. You just said, what are you going to do? She said, if he doesn't have the money, you can do what you got to do. They said, well, we're here." if he doesn't have the money, that your agreement. Then he's going to be incarcerated. She said, do what you got to do. And it rocked my black ass out. So to me, that was her fucking decision. ain't had nothing to do with nobody else. That was her fucked up program.
0: Sure, so she socially programmed in order to make sure that she hates you. You know what I'm saying? Is <laughs> that okay with you going to jail? Where can she get a context like that? That's what I'm saying. Like huh.
5: that's crazy.
0: context like that. Well, how did she yeah? She was given that's some power she was given. How did she get the power? You feel know me? Who gave her the power? Yeah, that's crazy. They set her up in a situation where she can all of a sudden have power. And you know, any time you give a nigga power who never had power, then I got to use this power. As powerfully as I can What you want me to do daddy She knew what daddy wanted her to do Lock this nigga up I'm going to give you that choice He either, either give up that bread Or you could make arrangements But you know what our arrangement is He supposed to have that paper What you want to do That was already the setup But do what I got to do
4: She can't say
0: nothing against daddy Daddy was like was like what she be afraid to touch okay. the court. She been engaged. they been gave you custody. That's what I'm saying. You Daddy been, been struck my hand for that. And that's what I'm saying. That's what that's where it happened. Where you see the part that's being played, like it's so easy to see the motherfucking. It's so easy to see the puppet. It's so hard to see the Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's so easy to see Pinocchio jumping over there with a mother. You know what I mean? With his or her wooden ass head, nose growing everywhere. But it's hard to see the who who's manipulating the goddamn strings. It's hard to see the one who's manipulating the strings, who because like like you said, though, yo, that's wild to give her that type of power over you. Come on, man, you don't get nobody power like that over nobody, man. You get power you get this this ain't got nothing to do that's nuts. So lock me up or her bird. <laughs> this the a
8: fucking weird shit going on
0: in the man. You- Oh God, that's Brother Abel. Hey,
7: bro. What is it, Brother Abel? Fucking background
0: noise, fucking shit up. Some background noise. Oh, yeah, that's
7: I don't cool. know who what that
0: is.
7: That sound like a truck. That sound like a truck. Uh, uh, All right, my boy. Um, but you, Brother Boone, you write like right now. I'm dealing with the same shit dude dealing with. My shit is probably a little bit more greasier. I ain't seen my daughter in eight months. I just got to see her yesterday. My mom was talking with my daughter's mom, and she brought her through. So, you know, I had to check the bitch. I've been going back and forth to court because, you know what I'm saying, the mom, after she, she, she started tripping, so I went and file for joint custody, shared parenting. And no sooner than I file and I get my temporary visitation, mom gets a lawyer lawyer starts uh she starts making uh allegations of sexual abuse now without this lawyer she was she was trying to insinuate sexual abuse while i was filing for my uh my affidavit for temporary visitation but i did we, we did we submitted our affidavit it was written affidavit so she put all this silly shit in there the shit that didn't make no sense my affidavit was laid out clean cut smooth so the magistrate wasn't even no judge. The magistrate peeped the shit out, gave me my visitation through the mail. So after my second visit, mom got a lawyer anyway. Mom got a lawyer. The lawyers like, okay, look, you're doing this shit all wrong. If you're going to do this, you set up a scenario. She might take the baby to the motherfucking hospital. Then you tell them that there was a situation where the child told you that the dad did something to her. So then, from there, you take her to counseling. They're going to see when you take them to the hospital and say, "Okay, dad, she told me that her dad brought her back, and her dad had touched her down in her private area." Let's just say she said that. So then they say, "Okay," they take her to the hospital. She she might say, "Yeah, he did. Like he clean, he's cleaned me before. Like he he you know my dad gave me a bath. Did he touch down there?" She's like, "Yeah, he touched down there." So they're like, "Oh shit!" So then they straight up uh uh they send her to be evaluated by a social service worker. Who's going to say? Oh, she, as soon as she repeats, like, "Yeah, Daddy touched me down here," they're like, "Okay, boom, we need to get her and and, and, and and um, she needs to go to counseling." So they don't they don't do no forward work to say, "Okay, look, to try to see mom lying." They don't they don't do none of that shit. They just go ahead, bring her in, process her. Now, by the time I went back to court for the first hearing, they didn't talk about they already had my daughter in, in, in sexual abuse counseling or whatever. And there's some very troubling things my daughter didn't say. So basically what they did was they tried. They basically fucked with my daughter's head to make her think the times when I was bathing her, cleaning her, maybe uh, uh, lubricating her skin or whatever, like, oh, I was sexually abusing her. Now, my daughter was like six at the time going on seven. So she didn't know no better. And, and, And during this time period, she's not seeing me. So they got her, her mom got her up at the crib fucking her mind up. She's going to see these little silly, sick-ass white counselors fucking her head up. You know what I'm saying? So by the time she get done, they get done with her, she thinks like something happened to her because they're telling her your dad should never be cleaning you. He should never even be down in that area. If he is, then he's doing something bad. So by the, like I said, by the time this shit done got all, all out, man, now they want me to go get a, psych evalu- a, a sex offender psyche evaluation. So he's going to court and i'm like cool i I, i'll do that shit. it ain't no problem but we filed a motion to get the cost split between me and the mom judge denies the motion and tells me i need to pay for everything and the place where they refer me to go the evaluation cost like a stack thousand dollars so they already know that's gonna hold me up mom haven't even really proven any of the allegations so how could you just move and tell me i need to get all of these evaluations before you even check to see if the allegations have any validity. They don't give a – they ain't give a fuck. It took me a little bit of time. I'm like, oh, these motherfuckers is on some bullshit. So I had a little – I got me a little punk-ass lawyer, little punk-ass cracker-ass lawyer. He came in. He really didn't even throw no blows for me. Her lawyer throwing hella blows with all of this shit, with the counseling and shit. once you get a counselor, a so-called, quote-unquote, professional, that shit tips the whole scale. So the only thing you can do at that point, you got to get another – so-called, quote-unquote, professional, to flip the scale back. Basically, they, they all getting paid. So they don't even give a fuck about you, the child, or the mom. They like, all right, whatever, bring this bread in here. You go do this. You go Like, you, like brother calls. They sending you on wild goose chase. But they getting paid the whole time. So then I said, fuck you. Got to the point where my lawyer asking me for another retainer. I'd already hit him with 2500 over about maybe a month. So then you got a guardian ad litem put on, guardian ad litem, She wants a retainer of a thousand, so between me and the mom, we both got to give her five hundred. She's charging two hundred an hour. My lawyer basically one ninety an hour. Her lawyer is like two something an hour. So they all getting paid. They ain't trying to end this shit no time soon, for real. So, end analysis. End analysis. Boom. My lawyer asked me for another retainer. I'm like, it's it's been over a year now. I don't even have supervised visits. So I told dude, I said, man, I, I can't break you off. Shit, like I'm not giving you nothing, bro. It's been a year. I don't even have supervised visitation. So he's like, well, you know, I told you this was going to be a marathon, all this bullshit. i was like, oh well, shit, well, until you produce something, nigga, you're going to have to work with whatever I laid on you. So he's like, well, I'm going to remove myself. I had a court, the trial was coming up in less than, in less than two months. It was like, a month, like a six weeks the trial was coming up. We had a, a settlement conference coming up in like a week. So he basically, by removing himself, he already knew he was going to kind of leave me in limbo and I ain't no lawyer, and you really don't want to go in them type of situations unless you got somebody who is a lawyer or knows the law well enough for you to be able not to get yourself in a sticky situation, especially when the mom's making allegations about sexual abuse or anything that could put you in any type of situation. Because she tried to go on a criminal tip with it. Because I ended up getting contacted by a detective. This motherfucker talking about I stopped by your crib a couple times, but nobody answered. I wanted to see if I could meet up with you. So I'm like, yo, why the fuck would you be popping up at my crib? He's like, no, I was just, wanting, you know, I wanted to sit down, you know, I got this, this case came across my desk, and I wanted to follow up with you. I said, well, you could have, just like you calling me now, you could have called me, I would have set up an appointment with you and came to see you. And he tells me, well, I said, because I don't want my neighbors seeing somebody coming to my door thinking that I'm into something that I shouldn't be. And he tells me, oh, well, they probably thought I was the Jehovah's Witness the way that I was dressed. So I said, man, listen. If you want to see me, we can meet up. So I set up, a, a, I, I told him I could meet with him tonight. It was like nine o'clock. He said, Yeah, I'll be, you know, I'll be in the office. I call my pop up. I let him know. He said, Nah, I mean, I'm going to meet with them motherfuckers. You meet with them motherfuckers at business hours, bro. Don't go down there trying to prove nothing because you know you ain't do shit. So you're so ready to go down there, but just chill. You tell him you meet with him in the morning. I told him I'd be down there in the morning around 10. So I go meet with the dude. I show him the little text messages and all the little riffraff shit that she been on leading up to this point. So he already peeps game and was like, damn. He's like, I got bad. Only bad news I got for you, my daughter was six. He said, you got 12 more years of this shit. So he's basically saying until my daughter get 18, I'm going to be having to deal with the, uh, the roller coaster that the mom is on. But he didn't find no criminal, nothing to substantiate the claims because, you know, it just wasn't there. So anyway, motherfucking... Um, this all comes into court, but when I get to court, these motherfuckers uh, act like the shit she said, even though Children's Services didn't validate anything, Columbus City Police didn't validate shit. We get to court, these motherfuckers is acting like the shit was already on and popping. So I was like, these motherfuckers is not even trying to see if the allegations are real. They're just trying to move, they're they moving their game. So, you know, I ended up having to dismiss my claim probably about a month ago. I dismissed it because it got to the point my lawyer removed itself. I filed a continuance with the fucking court. The judge, bitch, bitch denies my continuance. So I'm like, shit, she, she really trying to set me up because she, she knows that I don't have a lawyer at this point. And the, 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 uh, the hearing before that, her lawyer had filed for a continuance, and they got it. So then I filed for a continuance to seek counsel, and they denied me. So I'm like, this shit rigged up. So I went and hollered at a couple other lawyers. And they was like, at this time period, I don't even have enough time to get ready to, 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 to be able to deal with your case. So one lawyer was like, I, could, I can't even fuck with it. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, like I seen another lawyer, female a little white lawyer. She was like, she was, the dude I talked to, he said, you should just, just dismiss it. And I'm like, dismiss it and then what? He was like, just dismiss it. And, you know, see what's up. So I was like, I'm going to see another lawyer. She's like, listen, the only thing you can do now, if you're the one who filed the complaint for custody, you can dismiss it and then refile, that'll buy you. Basically, you're going, to be starting, you're going to be starting over. So I was like, all right. So I went on ahead and dismissed it. When I went in there to dismiss this shit, I didn't know that I was supposed to mail a copy to her lawyer and the guardian ad litem. I just dismissed it. It was like four days before the hearing. But now two days before that, her lawyer had filed a motion to dismiss. So I filed my motion. We get in there. It was like the judge was pissed off. More than anybody that I dismissed the shit, cause she was waiting to make the order to say I couldn't have no fucking visitation. So they was pissed. So I'm like, she's like, so we see today that you have motion in front of the court to dismiss based on this rule, that rule. I dismissed, uh, I think without prejudice to make sure that I can, you know, refile. So she go ahead, boom. Her lawyer is like, well, we want him to pay for the legal fees, all her legal fees. You know, she filed the for me to pay for her legal fees and the legal fees for the guardian at litem. And I said, she, so she's asking, you know, I'm up in here by myself. Her lawyer know the ropes. I don't really got the legal savvy to really be dealing with this bitch, and they already know that. So they basically fucking, you know, they, they, they basically doing me wrong because I don't know the fucking legal framework to be dealing with this bitch. I'm not no lawyer. That's why I said let me get a lawyer. So She's like, well, what's your response to her asking for the legal fees? I said, well, first of all, the mom is the one who initiated all of this. So we wouldn't be here for one for her. Second of all, uh, I had to file for, um, you know, my complaint for custody because mom's was denying me access. So for her, we wouldn't be here. I said, second of all, they just filed a complaint for dismissal less than three days ago, and it got denied. So how is it that they was worried about legal fees when they already tried to get the case thrown out themselves? So what she ended up doing was, she granted them the legal fees only for the guardian at them, So that was like, you know what I'm saying, a little, a little under a stack. She said she was old, 0870. So now I done dismissed it. I would got me another lawyer. I got a refile. But we was in a venue where we was in a fucking cracker town because her peeps, she's a sister, but her peeps live in the burbs and shit. And the area that they live in is a little small suburb city. So when you get so deep, it'd be cracker shit. You know, before that, I have filed in Franklin County, which is a major, more metropolitan type of area. And when you get into them small ass towns, you really dealing with the beast, like you dealing with them backyard, motherfucking trailer park motherfuckers. So they really ain't have no fucking type of polish at all. So now I dropped the shit. I had to dismiss it. Now she she's going to be moving soon. Her people's been ran out of money. Her mom and dad have got divorced. She's living with her. This is how fucked up it is. She living with her motherfucking mom and dad. She's like 27. And she can't even support herself, let alone support my child. So, basically, her parents are taking care of my, you know, supporting my baby and her. But yet, they still feel like, you know what I'm saying, she's supposed to have it. But um, so now I got to file back into, back in Franklin County. I'm not filing out there no more because there, I ain't got a shot in hell getting nothing done out there. So it's, it's a fucked up scenario, man. And if the mom wasn't really giving, you know, doing all of this, it would be a whole different scenario. But she hell-bent on keeping me from seeing my daughter just because, you know, like you're saying, bro, she see the where your heart is at. Yeah. And it's a programming. At the same time, you just got some vindictive sisters. You got some good sisters. You got some bad sisters. Just like you got some good brothers and some bad brothers. That's why I tell Brother cause his sister, that she's a good queen because she let him go ahead and do what he had to do now you got to respect that shit because she could have offered all that she could have just flipped the script but she held the line and that shit got to be applauded because for real the community is supposed fuck- when you see members of your community on that fuck shit the community's supposed to denounce them because if they knew that the community was going to shut them sisters down doing that bullshit it went. they wouldn't do it because of backlash but motherfuckers ain't checking nobody motherfuckers about to get checked if you know you got a good man in the community to take care of his children And the mom's on that bullshit, the people in the community are supposed to go down to the little court hearings and shit just show up. Like, look, I'm here, I'm speaking on behalf of the dad, I know this, I know that. You know what I'm saying? That shit helps, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing guaranteed, but that shit helps. Especially if the mom making allegations about sexual abuse or any type of abuse or the dad is a dope addict and all that shit. All that shit, you know, carries weight, man it carries weight, you know what I'm saying, ain't, not, ain't nothing perfect, it's like, like, like the brothers is saying, the system is designed, it's a warfare, you get the fucking warrior out of the camp, the camp is ours, so they trying to get the man out anyway, that's forgiven. but, you know what I'm saying, it's warfare, B. It, ain't, it ain't fair, it's grimy, all is fair in love and war, so you really can't, I ain't crying about it, and I ain't even sleeping, bro, I go to sleep at three in the morning, I wake up at 7.30, man, like, I ain't even, like, I can't even really, all my whole clock is fucked up because I'll be missing my daughter. And then the fact that the mom is, you know, is not even, she's not even really taken care of. Her. I seen my daughter yesterday just happened staff. I just ran, you know, my, she, my, my, she came over to my parents' house. My dad called me, and I, I, I was hooping on, you know what I mean, up the way. I dropped everything. I'm like, bro, I got a rug. I'm like, oh, you ain't? I'm like, nah, man, I ain't seen my baby in like eight months. I knew the mom was going to be coming back to get her soon. And my mom be on some bullshit, too, so she didn't work some shit out with, with my child's mother to where she'll allow her to bring her over and let her think, like, she'll tell her, like, well, I'll make sure he won't come here. I'll make sure he won't be over here or whatever. You know, sometimes, you know, women get on this vibe depending on what's going on. So it's always good to have them, the elder queens around there, man, because they ain't going for that shit. We're missing that elder vibe in the community where... You know, shit, we man, we take a village, man. Can't be having this bullshit. The elders and everybody, you got to step up, man. got to step up and be like, nah, bitch, you tripping. He's a good dad. I know he, he always got his babies. I'll be there. Where the court date? I'll be there. Just go down there and flood that shit. It's going to make motherfuckers think twice, man. This shit is it's dangerous. It's too dangerous. Now, my daughter, only eight now, they done taught her all this shit about sexual abuse and all this shit. She would have never even had no goddamn, uh, she would have never even been cognitive and knew this type of shit even existed. I really don't even know all what they exposed her to. This shit's not going to come out probably for years until I start to be able to get some time with her and start to be able to see what was going on, what they put her through, what type of evaluations they was given her. And this is the shit that keeps the motherfucker up at night because you just know that your baby is behind enemy lines and the people whose hands she in is not even good people. So you just, like, fucked up because you don't really know what type of situation your baby could be in at any moment. But all you know is, damn, you can't even get to a motherfucker You can't even get to it. You, you know what I'm saying? So like you said, at the end of the day, you feel like just going, kicking her door down, snatching the baby up, and fuck everybody. Fuck the whole shit, especially if you was able to see her and you've seen her, you're like, man, fuck it. This might be the last time I might see her. Let me, you know what I mean? And they know that shit. They know that the man be ready to fucking, and that's another thing. They were looking for me to kind of lose my cool mom making these allegations. I ain't seen my daughter in almost a year. I mean, I'm on edge for real. You know what I mean? A real motherfucker really ain't even going for that. They, uh, an average motherfucker who really just wants some real shit, man, fuck, all, and they going to do whatever. And they looking for you to do that so they can go ahead and slam the, slam the door shut. So it's a very tricky situation psychologically, spiritually, and I already know how you feel, bro. Trust me, and, and like like brother born saying, like brother Carl saying, like you, this shit is all over the fucking, definitely in the U.S., probably all over the wherever the white man at. He's breaking the family structure down, trying to get the the male out of there.
0: Exactly, and that's where you know, but my, uh, my young boy, here, I to he had to be out. You know
7: what I'm saying? No doubt.
0: His line started messing up because his phone was dying. That's where the noise was coming from. Okay. And so um, he jumped off, but I'm gonna definitely make sure. You know, he'll be back in, and I'm gonna make sure he definitely hook up with Brother
7: Cole. That's crazy though, man. They make you take fucking parenting classes
0: right, in you.
7: in Connecticut. Like that's all part of the shit. Like how to. The- how do you know when a person would need parenting classes? Like when a motherfucker been with a child from jump? Like that's crazy. What you that's know is just standard.
5: that's, that's A standard right there.
7: That's, that's yeah. That's how you know it. But if anything, you would say mom and dad would need parenting classes. But you like nah, the father. the father.
5: I'm gonna say it like this: It's there's a that's a, that is its own pipeline, just like the school's got a prison pipeline, and there's a whole bunch of other pipelines that crack a feeding off of. You know what I mean? That's one of the main that's one of the main feeders for um the you know uh, the adoption services and stuff like that and the foster parent homes it has a lot to do with them being able to get families and take children out of the home and put them into the system
7: uh automatically. And, and check this out too though. What do you what do you teach your dad at a parenting class? Like what is the fuck is the what's the curriculum? Oh, when you pick the baby up, you post supposed to hold the baby like this. And when you take the baby to the bathroom, I'm like, what are you teaching me? Like, how do you teach a grown motherfucker who got babies how to be a fucking father? Like, please tell me, show me the, the paperwork. <laughs> me the... I mean, I don't get that shit. T- I mean, do you, do you get that? How do you yeah, tell somebody it. how to be a fucking father? First of all, I'm from a whole different culture and background. So, some shit y'all motherfuckers might do, we don't even fuck with that shit.
0: Listen, so how do you
7: teach me how to be a father? Like what do they tell me in this parenting class?
0: Let me tell you what they're including, man. They say parenting education programs are classes designed to educate adults about the many issues children face when their family situation changes. The program train participants about how to help children adjust and help <laughs> support or living apart from a parent. The programs include information about children's developmental stages, helping children adjust to parent separation, cooperative parent conflict management and dispute resolution techniques, guidelines for visitation and parent access, and stress reduction for children. If you've got children under 18, you must participate in a parent education program within 60 days after a family case is filed in court. All parties involved in divorce, dissolution of a civil union, annulment, separation, custody, or visitation cases are required by law to participate in a parent education program. Both judges and family support magistrates have the authority to order
7: your participation in the program. program and now you see that.
0: 125 that's,
5: that 100 million, that's they fix, That's how they fix the. That's that's their solution to the destruction they caused.
0: The program is six hours. What the fuck are you gonna teach me in six hours, man? And <laughs> hey, that's
7: the thing. That's what Brother Meckinroth was saying. The 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 the, the subjugation. Of Black people is a fucking full-time business for these motherfuckers, man. Whether you dying, whether you being born, whether you going to school, going to the army, whether you raise your children. I mean, they got the whole shit laid out to where they're going to make money off of your ass no matter what the scenario is just by being here. Nigga, you cashing me out. And I can make more money by you motherfuckers being divided and fucked up than I can by y'all being a functional black African family. So my whole goal is to destroy y'all from the top to the bottom. The main way to do that is to get the fucking man out of the fucking house. Once I do that, it's open season.
4: So the whole agenda for
7: us has got to be... um, How to build relationships between black men and women that propagate into strong families, i.e. strong nations, strong clans, strong tribes, strong nations. Man, that's got to be the priority. And it ain't hard, but the motherfuckers got us running this rat race day in, day out, drinking all this shit, eating all this bullshit. Niggas don't even know what the fuck they're eating no more. You know what I'm saying? So the programming is coming on all fronts, man. Well, it's crazy, man. It's, it's something that you see. It's a major issue, man. But just strong relationships in, between black men and women, man. That shit right there got to be at the forefront, man. Sister, the queen got to be the top thing, man. She's got to be the top uh, uh, eye on the prize, man. You know what I mean? And the males you got your know I mean vice versa. It ain't hard, man. Just turn off some of this bullshit. Get a motherfucker off the internet on that dumb shit. That we, you know what I'm saying, turn off the TV and shit.
2: Hey, hey, peace, guy.
7: Peace. Um, sis.
2: Uh, I just wanted to. I, I heard your story about you know the sister and and, and your baby mother. My, my uh-huh. story uh, is um it's different. I, I'm for the black man, and so when uh, I had, when I when I had my child, um, you know he had he was working. And um, he, he had me on. Um, he, he had my, uh, my child on his benefit and everything like that. So no more than a month. Uh, okay, he became a month, and then um, you know, he was acting real funny. Like for the whole month he was born and everything. And so the next thing you know, he had um, he had told me that um, he had um, gotten another girl pregnant and stuff like that. So from that situation you know i i i had i was still supporting him i was going i was going through his courts and everything mm-hmm. um but and so uh, what had happened was that uh, I told him that you know uh, i stick with him to the uh, you know until the case is it's over with and everything and so next thing you know um next next thing you know he um um the child was he found like the child was his and then um and then uh, I guess she filed for child support, and then he ended up um, going to um, jail. But in the long, long story short, I did not, um, um, you know, I, I did not um, go for child support or anything, but his other baby mother did and everything. So I'm um, for the black here and everything. Well,
7: the black power, sis. That's real shit. Is he still locked up, or is he situation and went to another phase, or what? Let me ask you this: Do the dude take care of his children? I can't really blame a black woman who do that shit when a black man ain't doing what he's supposed to do. I wouldn't recommend it, but I mean, I know sometimes the options be limited. Y'all feel like it when when he, he ain't giving, bringing in, like helping you do shit. If he just leaving you out there with the seed, I mean, I can't be mad at you. You know what I'm saying? I would probably advise you to try to do it different way, but I can't be mad if the motherfucker not taking care of his child because now you pretty much forcing her to run to the system by by proxy by you not doing what the fuck you supposed to do You see what I'm saying? Right. Mhm. Was yeah. he taking care Was he taking
2: care of his child with the one you had with him at the time? No, no, actually um you know he, he, was, he, was he never he never he never took care of him or anything. He just um you know no. he's... He, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, he he's, he's, like, really out of his life and everything. And I was always telling him, you know, come spend quality time, you know. Yeah. I, you know, I would say, but, you know, because uh, I have moved on to, uh, you know, another person, I just, yeah. you know, he, he just he said, forget that, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So he never. Oh, he was
7: he, mad because he it, moved on, so he didn't want to yeah, take responsibility
2: yeah, for the yeah. child? Yes, yeah. yes, sir. Yes, sir.
7: Let me ask you. you know, this. You know, I, I, didn't care, I didn't care yeah. for a
2: child for anything. I just want him to spend quite a time to so, at least so he know his father. You know, I never, you know, took that right away from him because I want him to know his father.
7: No doubt. Let me ask you this:
2: Prior to you having a child with him, did you recognize
7: sucker type tendencies out of him? Has he all, or was he changed after, or did you realize, all right, hold the dude cute, this that that whatever, but the nigga really not a responsible dude and you chose to try to in, in, initiate a relationship with him o- over the fact that you knew that okay he probably he, he ain't a very, very responsible cat
2: Yes uh um, I try I try to I mean well I still you know I still be cordial you know when he yeah. comes around and everything
7: because nah, here's, um, here's what I'm saying sis before you got pregnant did you know the dude was a sucker type nigga like did you predict that he was going to do something like this before you got pregnant
2: mm-hmm. No, no, I did not. No, I did not. Cause he, you know, he, okay. he worked for, exactly. you know, he, he worked he worked for on um, Yale, you know. Mm-hmm. He had worked for Yale, so you know he, he was he was responsible man. He was going to work every day and everything, and you know he, he would do what everybody do. You know he, you know we go mm-hmm. out, we have fun. He spend time in my family. It's it's like things like that. So it, it was like I didn't have yeah. no thoughts of him doing that. And plus, okay. it, it was a, actually it was a female at his job that he had um gotten pregnant. And everything to our nature, so um,
7: you know, so it was a,
2: fun- a funeral at his job. Yeah, and so and so, you know, oh, uh, and along,
7: and,
2: and, 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 and 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 you know, you know, and, and the bad part about it is like since he had to pay the child support, you know, it's like she really was the one that had put him in jail. After that, yeah. I was like, you know what? And then, you know, I, I think I, I I brought my child to see him two times when he was, you know, he was only a couple months old, and I told him I said, you know what? This is my last visit. I'm not coming. See, I'm not going to bring, you know, I don't want him to be part of this lifestyle. So, you know, so you had a chance to just be out and stuff. You know what I'm saying? You should just, just have, you know, been honest. And that's how, that's why I went went down. So ever since then, and now, now my child, he, he's 19. Yeah, and, um, yeah. and, yeah, and so, and, and now he's just, um, you know, he don't, he don't, he don't be bothered with him or anything like that.
7: Now, the man that you got with prior, let me know if you feel like I'm getting too nosy, you know, I'm getting off of your situation. With, did he step up and, 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 and take care of the, the one that you had by the, the one who really didn't take care of his responsibilities?
2: I'm pr- I'm proud to say that my man is born the co-host co- of the show, uh, so, so oh, yes, okay. he did. <laughs> yes, 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 you know, um
7: and that's uh, he real shit. Up, black father. Yeah,
2: yes, Yeah, so he, he, still, he, he actually raised him and everything. He raised him that's, up. He raised him.
7: That's his so father. That,
2: that's, I mean, that, yeah, that's his father. Exactly.
7: Exactly. Great question. And and, I, and I'm giving him peace because, you know, I got my queen in Ghana. I met her. She had two. You know what I'm saying? We just had a little young boy, and uh, that was May 21st of this year. But, I mean... I took I stepped in with the other two as I'm like look, as long as they are respectful, they you know what I mean, they trying to get something done, I would be less than a man not to be able to try to provide some type of assistance and, and, and support and, and resources for them because they need it. Saying the things right. over they need it. So right now, right. you know, I ain't got no qualms about it. If she did even came at me a couple of times and, disrespect and like, you, you don't treat them like your kids in the States and this and that. And I knew it was not necessarily because she, she didn't think it was true. She was trying to hit me in the heart. She took me for granted because she wanted me to try to not with her whatever. And I was like, I will. I said, but I got to see a certain level of consistency coming out of your character because I don't just, you know, I, don't, I ain't going to make moves like that unless I feel like, you, 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 you know what I mean, you're you worthy. So when I went to see her last time, I had, I had the ring and dangling, I had stuff on deck, you know. But I ain't do it because she was just a little bit like she was acting. She, was, she wasn't humble. So I was like, nah, that would be a bad move. She ain't going to respect me long time if I do it now. So when I came back, she was salty. And then even when I came back, I'm like, did you get your period yet? She like, I took, I took some pregnancy. I took some home pregnancy tests. I'm fine. You ain't got nothing to worry about running off at the mouth. I'm like, yeah, but did you get your period? She like, I said I'm fine. I said, okay. I said, well, call me when you get your period. Let me know. So next thing you know, two, three days later, she hit me. And we talking. And I, you know, I had to check her. You know what I'm saying? It, was, it was a respectful check, though, because she was just out of order. So then she's like, well, just to let you know I'm pregnant, da, 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 you know, just emotional stuff. So I'm like, all right, cool. I figured it might be, but if I would have went with your word while you was talking all that extra, I would have just been, me you know, I could have just been like, you know, boom, epic, it, you know what I mean, and, and moved on. But just my spirit in me was like, nah, just sit tight. Because I had a feeling something was going down anyway. But now she all in pocket. She cool. And, you know, we're moving forward on a positive note. But um,
2: so, so you you here in the United States or to China? No,
7: nah, I'm, in, I'm, I'm in the States. I'm in Seattle back and forth uh-huh. to the motherland though i was there in august like last last year in august
2: oh man I, one minute you know I, I have to ask you this question how long is the flight from the um, united states to um, africa
7: mm, it depends if you take a straight flight like usually i go from here and i go to i've been usually i go out of jfk one time i went out of dallas out of dc but the flight my, my shortest time I think it was like 9 hours, 45 minutes, and the longest time is almost maybe like maybe 11 hours, close to like 10 hours, 45 minutes.
8: Oh, but when you're on
7: there, man, they got the movies and, and stuff, so you can just... You, if you want to engage in that type of shit, you know, you can watch... They pretty much be having any movie that you want on the back of the little seat. You can just plug in. By the time you watch two or three flicks or whatever, you know, eight, nine hours, and went past, if that's what you want to do. So, I mean, the time... It 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 don't it don't it don't last very long. It it, it sounds long when you are like, damn, I'm just gonna be sitting, and then on this plane I ain't gonna be able to move and shit. But nah, it should go pretty. It go pretty quick. You know, I'll be writing flows and stuff when I'm on there. I just you know take a book. What I really do is I try to stay up the night before I leave. I just be up all night packing shit, and then when I go to the airport, I be just be like, you know what I mean? I ain't really slept the night before, so when I get on the plane, I try to nod out for like. You know what I mean? good five hours if I can or whatever. So I try to stay up so when I get on the plane, I just go to sleep. But I usually end up doing that anyway just because last minute you be trying to get – because last time I was there, I went for like a month. So I'm trying to make sure I got stuff for the babies, make sure she got she needs, just a whole bunch of little stuff and try to pack a bunch of little stuff. Then people people know you're going. A lot of people here who got family there because they're the ones who took me there. So they would be like, yo, can you, when you get there? Can you take this to so-and-so? Can you bring that, bring that? So – it ended up turning into a task, but, yeah, it's about the longest. I said about 11 hours maximum. You know, mm. you'll have – but some people, they, you know, they go, they get a layover in, in Europe. Maybe they go to Germany or whatever or Amsterdam. Then they, like, come from here, go from U.S. to Amsterdam, then they fly out of Europe over. But when I'm going that distance, I don't like laying over and know, especially, shit, this is bad enough over here. I definitely probably don't want to go to Europe and lay over. I'm like, I always, always try to get a straight flight. I, don't, I ain't never, I don't never want to lay over on that far. I want my luggage being all, you know, just more hassle, more more room for something else to pop off. So I try to go straight, go straight through.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. And you know what? One, one other thing I want to say about um the, the situation with, the, with my other father. He, um, um, just yesterday or the other day, um, and uh, like a couple of years ago, I found out, um, that he also has two other, um, after child by two other different women, and they are uh, actually older than my son. So I'm like, wow, it's like I was like the last, everybody knew, but I, I'm always, I was always the last to know about everything. So I say, like, damn, man, what the hell is going on? So, yeah. Is was older than your son? Huh? Two other child? You think you got two yeah, other children yeah, two, that was two, older two, than your son? Yes, two, yes, yes, at, yep, mm hmm.
7: Yeah, but sound you know what I mean? Sound like you was a good sister, you know what I'm saying? And dude just doing what he do. Sometimes it go down like that.
2: Right, but, right.
7: Yeah, I mean, it, I don't know. I ain't, I ain't knocking. My thing is, like, if you're going to be rocking like that, at least you can do is keep your mate informed. So, she, so be honest.
2: Just say, yeah, that's you know, what I'm, I'm, saying. I'm polygamous. She see... I'm polygamous and, and shit. I like, I love women. I, I, I need, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. It's just not, let me is. know something.
7: Don't that, and that's me my thing. I don't like that. Nah, and that's my thing. If you're going to do it, just keep it 100. So if the female feel like she can't take it or the male feel like he can't take it, either either party got a chance to remove themselves before. Mm-hmm. Like me, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? If you are, right, we making love no protection, or I ain't going to say protection, without contraceptive. you know, that's heavy stuff because we change it full. So if you're sleeping around, I want to know because I'm gonna go ahead and pull out. I'm, 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 I'm gonna take myself out that scenario because I ain't how I get down. I can't get down like that. You know what I'm saying? Even if you was, I just be like, boom, it's cool. If we both knew and it was the mutual, like, okay, I'll do what I do, do what you do. The relationship between us would be different. I wouldn't even deal with you in a way that I would deal with a person who I was sleeping with probably without no protection, without, but I said without no contraception because. There's a certain connection there. Either way, it's a connection. But I understand. Okay, I met you. You doing you? I'm doing me. We are kicking it. I can understand that. As opposed to, you know, once the, once there's no contraceptive, there's like okay, I know that I could potentially get you pregnant. Not only could we transfer fluids and get each other sick, but I could potentially have, create life with you. But so that changes the for me. That changes the dynamic.
2: Right. 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 And, and you know the sad thing is like um since he had my child on, on his benefits and everything, I, I'm pretty sure that he you know that he's really wanting us to be like a family you know entity kind of thing. But you know what I'm saying it's just some um, a lot you know all that stuff that was going on. He couldn't just um you know focus and stuff. Cause I I I could see you know what I'm saying during during that time, I could, now I could see how um he was like kind of like, distant.
8: Yeah. And
2: so I was like, And I would ask him, I'd say, You all right? Why, what's not You, you know, you're acting strange. You know, I would ask him questions like that. But, you know, he said, no, nah, I'm all right. And so, you know, so that,
7: you know. Because he had that guilt on his own piece. Yeah,
2: that's,
7: yeah. Yeah. That's that's a heavy weight when you know that your other party can fight in you. It'd be different if you, if he knew you was on some greasy. And it'd be like, whatever, she's doing how oh, I'm doing me. But it's like, okay, when this person, and, and you know what? You know it's funny. I find sometimes I ain't gonna keep you on too too long, but I find sometimes there's a lot of resentment sometimes for one party over the other, especially when like when when another party like my, my, the one that's doing all of this foul stuff to me now. She kind of wanted to settle down, but I'm like, look, you know, I ain't I, I ain't I, I ain't, that ain't where I'm at right now. You know what I'm saying? I still took care of they lived with me whatnot, but you know, I was still doing me like I let her know that early so she was like okay she could she could deal with it you know what I'm saying it wasn't like I was bringing chicks to the crib in front of her none of that stuff but it was like once she seen that I really wasn't going to be right with her the way she wanted me to I think that kind of created another you know uh, element which caused that's why she's so bitter now like she's so vindictive and bitter because she felt like I just I don't know if it's like she felt like I just kind of you no, know I mean destroy their life or whatever. Like if I can't have you nobody gonna have you or whatever. But my thing, like, okay. It's cool if you guys Wait, the, you.
2: This one in
7: Ghana? No, 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 no. That's the one that I was t- talking about, the one that's trying to uh say uh got allegations of sexual abuse for my my oh, youngest brother. Okay, dog. okay,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah,
7: okay. Yeah, so she's the one I mean, she and she's rampant. You know what I'm saying? I seen her the other day. Like I said, she got my peeps crib. So and my daughter, I took pictures with her, whatnot. Nah, it's been like I said eight months. And yeah, then, uh, right, right. so she when she came to pick my daughter up, I waited for her because I knew she was coming. So I'm like, maybe I might be able to holler at her and try to squash some of this shit and bring some clarity. Man, she was when she seen me, you know what I mean? I'm like I'm like, what's up? She just rolled her eyes and walked past me. And then my dad, like, look, relax, man. This shit was at my parents' house. So when she was leaving, like, my daughter came out, you know, I'm walking my daughter to, to her car. and got my arm on her, so she's like, get your hands off my daughter. And I'm like, I'm like, man, what do you talk about? She's like, get your hands off my daughter now. I said, man, this is my daughter, too. She says, well, you, you lost that right a long time ago. So she's trying to fill my daughter's head with a lot of bullshit, like I said, but I mean... It was just so much fire, so she like try to grab my arm, take my arm off my daughter. I'm like, man, what are you doing? I'm like, chill out, man. You're not running shit. Like, I don't give a fuck what you think. You're not run-. I really was ready to just snap on her because of all of what she's doing, really mostly what she put my daughter through. So end analysis, they roll. You know, my mom's like, what are you doing? Just let them live. Let them go. This and all. I said, man, shut up. Like, you just, you just shut up because you part of the... You, you the fucking problem. You are the problem because you over here, first of all, this girl making allegations about me sexually abusing my daughter. I'm your son. And you can sit here and politic with a motherfucker who's basically saying that the child that came out of your womb would do something to that magnitude. I said, now, they live in the same development. My parents live in the front of this, the same neighborhood. Their parents live in the back. There is one way out and two ways in. They drive past my parents' house every fucking day. She driving past my parents' house with, the, with my daughter. So uh, over eight months, she had not stopped to bring my daughter over there so she could see my parents. And I had talked to my daughter on the phone in between this time. I'm like, have she took you to go see Grandma and Grandpa? She's like, no. She said she's busy. She's going to take me when she gets some time. Wait, wait,
2: so. The, the reason why y'all, y'all had broken up is she, she found out about the one in Ghana or he, she just... Nah, she like, didn't um... find
7: out about nothing because all my stuff is disclosed. So she knew prior to anything what was popping. She was living so, with me. Uh, she, she was living with me up until my daughter was like three. You know what I'm saying? She wanted it. She was doing her thing. I'm like, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? I ain't knocking you. I know you might want to see something. So I'm not going... I was providing food, clothes, and shelter. You know what I'm saying? Doing my part, and I wasn't. She wasn't paying no rent, no none. She was going to school. In fact, I spent like ten stacks just sending her to school because she had a scholarship, full ride. And what she did was, she just couldn't keep her GPA up. So, like three quarters in a row, I had to, you know, I was kicking out the little three, three stacks for her to go. And until she, you know, she was on probation until she got her GPA up, but she never did. So she ended up pretty much just dropping out. She wanted me to pay again. I'm like, man, I'm not I, after three. I'm like, you got to go holler at your dad. She didn't want her parents to know that she wasn't meeting the criteria needed. I'm like, bro, you don't have nothing to do. I'm the baby most of the day. You know what I'm saying? All you're doing is all, school is your gig. When you get home, you come back. You know what I mean? Do what you got to do. You ain't. You ain't you, that's your hustle. So when you finish, you'll be making your bread. And I looked at it as like I'm helping her to be, you know, create a foundation so she would be able to have income. In case anything happened to me, long term, she going to be, she going to have bread. She going to have resources. But she dropped she dropped out and then she wanted to start getting her ticket phase. Met her a little dude. So, what happened is, I'm coming. I'm at the crib with my daughter all day, which I ain't have a problem with. I'm like, look, I can't take care of business and keep shit flowing and babysit. And I'm like, she's coming home three, four in the morning. I'm like, listen, it's cool, whatever. You see a little dude. I ain't got... That's cool. We were not sleeping together or nothing. So at this point, I just, you know, let her do what she do. I'm like, you can't be coming home at 3, 4 in the morning. So she's like, oh, this what you do and blah, blah. I said, listen, I'm out trying to make shit shape to make sure that, you know, the household is tight. I ain't out kicking it. So she's like, well, I think I'm going to go back to my mom's. So I'm like, if that's what you want to do, you know, that's up to you. But you can't just be coming in 3, 4 in the morning because ain't nothing getting done. I'm babysitting, and I'm, and I'm providing. I said, no, nah, you got to be here to be able to maintain some camaraderie within the household. So she went back to her mom. We were still cool. I'm picking my daughter up from school and everything. She with me through the week, weekend. She go with mom. And then it just came to a point where she did a, a lady friend. She threw hair, so she did a female friend hair of mom. And, like, about a week after that, um, she just started acting kind of funny. Now, she already knew. She's she doing her thing. I'm doing my thing. There wasn't you no know, issues. But like I don't know what flipped the script. Her mom was there when uh, the girl got her hair done, so I don't know if her mom was like, why are you bringing some girl over here or whatever? But the girl paid her, though. You know what I'm saying? I did it because I'm like, look, she needed some braids or whatever. I know you need the bread, so I, you know, I tried to plug that in just on some, out of the – you know, try to get her some bread, keep it black on black as far as just circulating money and shit, and just, you know, both of y'all could benefit but like I said, week later, she started acting funny. It didn't even the sexual abuse stuff came up later. Like that was after I went and filed for joint custody and got my own shared parent got my temporary temporary yeah. custody. So it was a buildup. But she got to the point where she was just like, I see that this dude really only wants his daughter. So guess what? I'm a, if I want to get at him. Boom! This is how I'm gonna get at him. I'm gonna make sure you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna use the daughter because that's all he worried about, and that's where it's been ever since. So, yep, the day before yesterday, she's still on it, and it's been over a year, and my daughter's suffering. You know what I'm saying? And the the thing that kills a man, for me, like you know, I'm almost in a situation where <laughs> most lookers is just taking, like my man was saying, you t- somebody just take your child from you. And you almost kind of powerless in the sense of you can't really you, right now. I don't have the ability to be able to get it, so I got a my brother um, call saying I gotta I gotta play the game to win. So I just gotta be ready with the door open to come in and, 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 and you know take control where I can. Right now, though, you know what I mean I'm just take. I, I gotta take these blows right now. It ain't easy. That should be it. Be rough. You know, and I got my baby that just came through. I got I got an older daughter that's eighteen, so I've been working with her. I always, you know, what I mean, I'm a family dude, which most black men are. We family cats, regardless of what the, the society try to paint the image, like the black man that don't. All the brothers, most of the brothers I know, eight out of ten of them, right there for their seed. So I don't know what the shit is about black men don't take care of their family. The brothers I know, they family dudes. That's just that's my that's that's just from my circle. So I can only imagine when you go outside, brothers are born, no. Other cats on the line, no. I don't really know too many deadbeat dads. I know a lot of dads that might be going through some issues with their child's mom and the system and stuff, but all the dudes I know, especially the street cats, so I don't even this like this, 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 this stereotype, like drug dealers or whatever, quote, unquote, don't take care of their children. Like the street cats, anybody that I know in the streets is, is family first. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know where this little stereotype coming from. They just trying to mislead the masses. It's probably more white dudes that don't take care that that's leaving the houses abandoned than it is brothers.
0: Yeah, no, it's like three out of ten, man. I said like three out of ten motherfucking dudes might not might
7: you take. You feel me?
0: Might be fucking up, but the other seven is doing the right thing. Like I see the fathers, you know, you see them walking their kids to school, you see them pushing the strollers at the park with the baby I go with
7: the park. They out there pushing them in the swing. Yeah, you know what I mean? They out there. Putting that work in, man. Niggas just putting in work, man, brothers putting in work. That's what I see. And I even see a lot going in, going to the court system, banging with the beast, trying to get custody, trying to do their shit.
0: Yeah, I know a couple brothers who got who got their kids. I got I know another brother who got three of his kids. You know what I'm saying? Oh uh, two two girls and a boy. Got three of them. You know, around
7: the corner from you. So you know, it, it, and a, 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 you know what, brother, boy, and sister. Like a lot of brothers is taking care of children that that that's not their biological children, and been doing it for a long time.
4: It just part of uh, most
2: women, huh? No, the question I want to ask: um, th- Did you grow up with a two parent home?
7: Yeah, my mom and pops, uh, my, pops my mom and pops been in, been in the gang. My dad, they got a little, they split for a minute. You know, my dad grew up, you know what I'm saying? He grew up with no pops, though, really, because his pops did, like, an 18-year bid when he was, like, three. You know what I'm saying? So, and then by the time he seen his dad again, he was 18. So his dad was, like, you know. But, yeah, I grew up with, I grew up with my moms and pops. They had a little split, but my dad was still learning how he was developing into a man. Because he had to do a lot of things on his own, but he always been there. I ain't never. I don't remember no hungry nights. You know what I'm saying? No nights with the lights and shit on. When we went to stay with him, he a soldier, so sometimes like he ain't have no gas and shit. He like man. He always had a good little job, getting some money and shit. But he just was so raw. Like they came up in such a raw time. That shit was a lug- That's a luxury to have fucking electricity and gas and shit. That's the luxury the motherfuckers. They don't understand that. You know what I'm saying? Our people come from the eras, man, where, you know what I'm saying, that shit wasn't always there, and it became something that was annoying. So to have that shit now, you know, fucking microwaves and this and that, like, eh, that shit was And that was the part of uh, the development and growth that helped. We, we come from a strong background because we did the most with the least. But, yeah, my parents, uh, they, for the most part, they've been together. They've been going, They're going on 42. They separated for, like, maybe a year. Know what I'm you,
0: know, saying. you saying? that my mother and father did the same thing. And
7: they
0: probably played the same amount of time, son, 40-something years. They separated for a little second because Pops was doing his own motherfucking thing, doing his soft uh, sizzle. You out there, feel me? I was in the streets a little too hard, harder than my mother was want to play. She said, I can't play that hard. <laughs>
7: hey, <laughs> what, play. what got him back? What got him back?
0: Yeah, she said, you got to get the fucking body and play it hard like that. that <laughs>
7: yeah, yeah.
0: But I'm leaving, and you leaving, and shit, something
7: got to change, though. You smell me? And then, like, my pops, like, what kind of got them back is, like, somebody broke. I was, like, I think I was, like, 11. Somebody had broken our crib. Like, we was, I was with my brothers and shit. We was out. It was, like, probably, like, 10. We was egging cars, like, not too far from my crib. And, uh, anyway, I don't know if this was the dude who broke in, but that night, like, one of the cars had just stopped and parked at the end of my dude's street. And, he like, our house was, like, almost right by the – it was like a court. You got a main neighborhood street, and then you got different courts that branch off. So we was at my dude's house. We watching the car, and it was getting late. So we like, man, we got to get to the crib. I was like, maybe 11. So my brother like, we just cut through the grass and walked right to our crib and shit. He was watching. So I don't know if this was that dude, but that night somebody broke in our crib. beat up my mom and shit. You know what I'm saying? So – um, you know, that was the situation, you know, my, my oldest brother was living with my dad at that time, he ain't lived that far away they probably lived about within a five mile radius, so it was just me and my. my I had an older brother who's like a year and three months older than me so uh, anyway like I said, he broke in, beat up my mom my, my oldest brother woke up and went in there, turned the hall light on and shit and the dude ended up just rolling, like running left the crib, I was kind of scared I heard some noise and I didn't want to get out of bed so after that, pops came that night, took my mom to the hospital or whatever, and then slowly they started to kind of get back together. So, yeah, because I know now
0: the black man, I know the black man had seen this woman hurt. He's a whole, oh, what the fuck? Hold up. Man,
7: the fuck
0: she was doing? swallowed
7: up a little bit too. She was swollen up. She was swollen up, and I was kind of like, I've been carrying that little guilt sometimes because I'm thinking like maybe that's because me and my brother was egging rods and shit, like, so maybe we might have been the cause of it. You know what I'm saying, but it got it got them back together ever since then. You know what I mean. Plus, my dad was wilding a little bit too. He's still on the street, shit, shooting guys, staying out, shooting guys. He ain't no real. He was a, he come from the old school hustle, so mostly gambling and shit is what he what he was into. But he still was a, a, a you know a solid ass cat. He ain't take no shit from nobody. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, you know what I'm saying. That's how my pops, you know, my pops sort, of, sort of cut
0: it from the same
7: type of cloth, man. You know, you know what I'm saying. But, yeah. I'm,
0: you know, that's definitely a wild well, situation right there, man. But you know, I uh, said, so I didn't know that black man seen that. said, so Man, nah, listen, this ain't gonna work now. This shit ain't gonna work. You can't be getting beat the fuck up and shit like that. Nah, you need some protection up in this motherfucker right there. Feel me? He's you can that. You got babies up in here, I need to be back up in
7: this house. And that, and that was the thing, too, at that time. A lot of people. See, we don't because a lot of shit happens in the community like that. Usually, it's somebody who lives within that within that neighborhood or within that radius. They know what's going on. They knew my pops wasn't around like that. My mom, you know, she's a pretty sister.
8: So.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Somebody, yeah. There somebody was watching. That wasn't nothing to do with no age. That has nothing to do with opportunity. You feel me? Yeah. Plus, you live out there,
7: you am I said, where was you living at then? In the old house? In the old? Yeah, I was living in the uh, We was living in a spot called Walnut Creek. Yeah, man, we you
0: know both the, Oh, man, they. Yo, listen. I ain't. Yo, the Midwest breed motherfucking serial rapists and killers,
5: man. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt.
0: For some reason, so I don't know what it is. But them motherfuckers be out there, deep. Now, they all over the place, but out
7: there. Yeah. Columbus is a smooth little city, though, because it's like, I don't know, it's like that little it's like that little uh, crossroads from the east to the west so a lot of cats come through here different walks of the game like where I grew up was the it was kind of like i don't know kind of like boys in the hood type shit as far as the houses it wasn't like necessarily no super hood shit but it was just almost like you know decent black income families just blue collar cats working you know what i'm saying it Wasn't no it wasn't no slum shit though you know what i'm saying but it was that element was out there but it wasn't, the majority of the element was just working class families and shit. So it's kind of crazy. But it was mostly black. It was one of the old neighborhoods that used to be all white. Then, you know, some black people, because my pop, when he first moved out there, they was like one of the first black families to move up in there. It was some out there, but it wasn't majority. Then whitey start white flight rolling out. Then, you know, our people start moving in. But it was a, it was a nice little community. We had little block parties and shit every every year. I mean, everybody knew everybody. So we get home from school early. we go at the next-door neighbor's crib, but we'd be around the corner, you know, until moms and pops got home. So we'd go over there and miss so-and-so. They got peanut butter and jelly to hold on. It was some real community stuff. Like now, and I don't know, depending on where you at, and a lot of people just growing up in the fucking suburbs now, so you really don't have that type of tight-knit black community like you used to because, you know, Resources ain't plentiful, and that was the thing. The resources were not plentiful, but there was just this cohesiveness amongst our people at that time because they wasn't running all these programs as heavy. All this shit wasn't out here. Money wasn't necessarily the main thing as much as it was, like, respect. There was a level of honor. and t- like, like Brother um, Little said, integrity and shit. The black men in the community, was they was decent soldiers, man, and they would pull the youth in, you know, and create. Circles where you know the youth could get a little bit of knowledge about history and how to be a man, and shit like that. I mean, it was just more, uh, uh, uh no, it was no, substance no, more today. What you saying?
0: Like, how, how old is you, brother? Uh, brother Griff?
7: Um, 39. But
0: so we're we in the same age range, we in the same age range. I'm gonna be 39 coming up.
7: No, and it's funny because when I was coming up, like I had flunked the seventh grade clowning and I started school late. So what that did was I was with a different group of cats and when I flunked, I got back with a little younger generation and they was a little more wild than the generation that I was coming up with because when I looked at them, the generation I was with before, they was cool cats and shit, but they really wasn't like, they were like, when I fell back with the other cats, when I flunked, like, that was the year, like, you know, menace and all that shit was coming out. And them, you know what I'm saying? They just had a different mentality from other dudes. They was, some of them were street dudes, but most of them was like sports cats that played football and shit. And then when I got back with the younger cats, I could see the more reckless type of demeanor in their nature as far as just being influenced by the media. Because that shit, see, what we seeing now, the youth doing, that shit ain't start then. It ain't start now. That shit started back when Menace and all that shit was coming out. Because I know niggas that was really start jacking, motherfuckers in the drive through and shit after they was watching this shit. And my dudes was thinking, like, "Well, little young homie, they thought that shit was, like, hot. Yeah, you they, know? Took,
0: they took on the persona of old dogs, man. They wanted to be king, man. They wanted to be
4: what they were mm-hmm. seeing. Because that's what. See, that's what we, we were talking about this year earlier about
0: Harry Potter and magic. I don't know who's into this shit, but we were talking about images, though, that you see on the screen. Like, Harry
8: mm-hmm.
0: Potter magic, right? They be doing mm-hmm. magic. And so it's something that our kids, they can connect to the magic part. They Like, it's something there that I can connect to. But Resonate
7: with them. No doubt
0: they see menace. they see you know what i'm saying boys in the hood you see juice you see motherfucking new jack city you see these type of movies you can see you you can see you them people look like <laughs> you, you. feel me feel what's happening because it's going on around you but also you can be them i can be them huh
7: like hey, that shit that shit is attainable huh that's attainable i can give me a quarter ounce and get out here and start making it happen
0: 'Cause look he looked like me for one. Uh like me for one. He lived in the area that I live in, so I can do what he do. He got a story like mine. And he looked like me. That's the number one thing. He looked like me. Yeah, yeah. He looked like and, me. That's why I kids they can like Harry Potter, they can put the stuff up. That's why white kids can do it. They can like the rappers. they can put the stuff up. They they never really can can actualize yeah. Which
7: the part you're saying, brother Vaughn, is the systematic part of it. This is how the system indoctrinates you because they use every aspect of it to fucking create that image, that concept, which backs up and reinforces whatever program they want you to fucking become acceptable to. You feel me? And this is why people who are entertainers and athletes, they don't understand the power that they have, how dangerous they can be, or how powerful they can be in liberating or destroying the minds of the babies. Because if you take them, those people out of that equation, the white man we're we, we not going to resonate. They don't have the element for us to resonate to the shit that they do. You know what I'm saying? The only thing, when it resonates, like you said, when you put black face on white ideology, then you like, oh yeah. So instead of you seeing Al Capone, I'll put Jay Z on there. You know what I'm saying? Or I'll put this, I'll put a black face on white culture, and you'll gravitate to that shit. And when the white boy do the shit, he come before the judge, you slap him on the wrist. When the black boy do the shit, you gonna fucking throw the book at that motherfucker. And then you're going to say black kids are just crim- they criminals by nature. And i.e. they're going to Amos Wilson, the criminalization of the black man and woman. And then what happens over time is we start to propagate that shit in our minds, the elders, the community at whole. So we be like, you know what, you lock that nigga up, lock them niggas up. Niggas don't want shit.
0: Now, listen, this right,
7: you- Go ahead.
0: No, I'm saying? Because like, you can't be the Genovese family, but you can be the Wu Gambino. You feel me? You know what I mean? That's the type of shit it is. That's the type of shit it is. But, yo, listen, let us, let us we, want, we want to make sure that we end up on the note on the following. Yeah. gotcha. But, but in, the, in the after party, man, there's a lot to discuss in the after party, man. Because Brother who sent her A. sent something to the group, and i seen it, and, you know, I just want to discuss that and see what the family got to say because I think we need to slaughterhouse Saturday because it's a lot of, I think that we're being attacked. But we've been attacked through they use one they're using a persona to attack all of us at one time. And so, um, what i what I wanna say is I wanna thank I wanna thank you know what I'm saying, my young brother J I for coming in and, and you know, and just having the gumption to come in to speak his story. I like to thank everybody for speaking their story. I'd like to thank Brother Grip for telling this story. I like to thank you you know, my lady for coming in and um, her story. My know, and just giving people some background to some of the things that's going on here. and and the um, Think Tank Thursday as a solution. The solution is that, is that once you have to handle this in the mannerism uh, that you're at war when you're dealing with anything dealing with the court system. If you are a father and you, and you are um, looking for, for um, help with this side of the court system, uh, you're looking for justice with this side of the judicial system, then you're automatically coming from a uh, uh, position of failure. You know what I mean? So you must always yeah. as a, 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 a playoff on power. It's always a struggle for power when dealing with these uh, Caucasians inside the judicial system. The white man has to set up against you because you do not exist because you are a slave, and especially if you are non-producing slave, And even if you produce, you still a slave and you're a black man slave, which really means that don't want to see you anywhere around them. Pretend like you're dead
7: and we'll be better off. Um, and uh, I will advocate too for the brothers and the sisters. Um especially the brothers, man, like watch who you fucking with when you're dealing with these types of issues because, you know, you got these dudes, League of Dads and I'm in Osiris and these motherfuckers is talking a whole lot of stuff. I don't know how effective they are or aren't, but like you saying, brother Boone, this shit is war. So there's no uh, 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 perfect formula to go in there and deal with this shit. In I didn't have like I'm on my second lawyer right now, What I did find out is it's very difficult to navigate through that system unless you got you a legal mouthpiece or unless you know your shit. And when you when, when what happens when I noticed. When I tried to go in there and represent myself, even just for that small amount of time, man, them motherfuckers made it seem like, like, who the fuck does this nigga think he is coming here and think he gonna fucking represent himself? So it was like almost a a, a, a vendetta from the judge and the other components to try to show me, like, nigga, I don't know what you talking about you're not qualified to be in this type of circle. So, you know, all that fairy, you know, you might be telling the truth and dropping that shit, man. That shit be going in one ear, out the other, man. They'll let you talk and everything. And then after you get done, nigga, no, no nothing, you know what I mean? Thanks for coming out. Mom got custody. So you got to be real careful. So, you know, I know it costs money, but if you ain't got no bread, you really ain't going to be able to. I don't think you'll be able to get too much done in the sense of just, unless you just know the law that well where you can go in there and handle them motherfuckers, man. And then at the end of the day you're dealing with crackers, so they are not playing fair. So you might file motions and you know your shit and motherfuckers and documents coming up missing or whatever you whatever have you. So I don't know. I mean, by any means necessary, man, at the end of the day. So that's that's the war that's the war motto. Uh,
0: you you know that. You know that, man. You know, we seen what the sister did. Child Protective Services came to her door. She shot him up off the steps. You know what I'm saying? So you know, it, it it it's a time for everything. It's a time to file the paperwork. It's a time. But listen, man, it's my child. Fuck what you heard.
7: And I also just want to say real quick, if you can sit down with your child's mother or the child's father, whatever, because sometimes it'd be the man be doing a lot of fuck shit too. It's not. It's probably not as 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 you know consistent, but the best thing to do is try to stay out of that fucking system. If you, can, if you can avoid it by sitting down with the other parent and y'all working something out, even if y'all need, like, grandma, uncle, pops, mom, somebody to be there to try to mediate, that's always the best move, because once you bring the cracker in, they're going to try to create divide and conquer. Man, they, that, that, that's what they do, because it's about getting bread, it's about fucking up the family. So the main thing is, if you can keep that shit out of the court. And I respected this shit about a couple of lawyers that I talked to. Even, like, the last one I just the one I just got, she like, listen, is the mom even, like, is she even communicating with you? Can you talk with her? She, some of them know. They know. They, like, basically, if, especially if the mother is not in agreement, it's going to be a long day in hell for you to get some shit done. Let alone if she's making some type of crazy-ass allegations of abuse or you, 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 you smoking crack. I mean, that shit just... It fuels the fire. But if you can keep it out the system, then I would recommend, bruh, just go holler at your queen, man. Even if they're not together, sit down, look, I'm going to shoot you 100 a month. I'm going to do this.
8: Because gonna... it's better
7: than getting on paper, man. So if you can work something amicable out with her, that's what you would do. Some queens just want you to be like she, like, like, your, like, your queen, saying, more. I just wanted him to be there as a father. Like, I ain't asking for money or nothing. But when you a real dude, they don't gotta ask you for shit. You know your baby needs some kicks. They want to play football. They want to. You already know that shit. So supposed to just come with that. She shouldn't really have to save too much. Now, if you ain't got it like that, okay. If you there and you ain't got the finances, but you can still contribute just by the support of you being there. That's cool too. Picking them up, taking them to practice, or being a part of his life. But you supposed to work that with the queen. You ain't never supposed to let the queen be like, oh, well, why can't you do this, like. You got it, but you don't want to give it. Like, nah, you you created the life. you the provider. That's your your number one job is to make sure that, you know, at least for the child. I ain't saying you got to take care of the mom if you're not together, but the child shouldn't have nothing that they really need for. And my daughter's mom, my oldest daughter's mom, she keeps the insurance covered, and I pretty much just take care of whatever else my daughter really needs. My oldest daughter's eighteen, so whatever she needs, I try to take care of her right now. I'm about to try and get her a little car, a little runner. Cause I know she at that point where she that's what she wants, but so
0: well, man,
7: that's my you, piece on
0: that. You doing what you know what I'm saying, the average black father does, man. Everything in their power to make sure that their child life is better than you. And, and that's what and that's where, you know, we got to make sure that the onus is on that and that we know that this system is rigged against you. Fight from that standpoint only. You know what I mean? Don't fight from another one. With that being said, right, if anybody got anything they want to add on before we leave out, like I said, you know, my my suggestion is that we have to definitely take this from a war standpoint. We have to we have to have, be astute in the history of, uh, uh, child protective services and the history of the Caucasian keeping you enslaved and the, man, and the mannerisms in order for us not to fight against the black woman like she's the ultimate enemy even though she's playing an inter- a <laughs> uh, part in it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm speaking to the black men. You know, don't look at it in that mannerism like she's your enemy. You know what I'm saying? Even though she's doing things that might mm-hmm. Are definitely considered evil, downright vindictive, and spiteful. You know what oh, I mean?
8: Yeah. This
0: is a program that she has in her head that tells her that the black man ain't worth shit, never going to be worth shit. He's evil. He do this type of shit. Somebody probably touched her. She'll tell the man, you know what I mean? This is what happened. you know? And so these things go on. So, look, be wary of that. Be strong in your fight. Get your papers up if you're going to court. And like the brother Griff said, man, strive to, to deal with the woman amicably. Try to make uh, keep some type of uh, 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 open line of communication with the uh, mother or father of your child. Because this is best for the child. It's no longer is your word can be so much invested what's best for me, what I like the most. With that being said, I'd like to thank everybody for coming out tonight to see y'all out there, you know, to the family who's crying online. We still love y'all out there. Anything you, um, make sure that y'all go to our archives. Check our archives out. We always got to start moving and grooving. we got slaughterhouse House Saturday coming up this Saturday, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 on the west side, the best side. <clears throat> Stepping on the west side the best side, excuse me. Um, all you know, line up in between. We'll have uh news, news and more news next uh next Tuesday. Last Tuesday we was out, you know, it was the Queen um uh, born day, so you know I try to you know, try to go to the movies but that shit didn't end up right. But uh right. It was sad. but uh yeah. with that being said though, I'd like to thank everybody for coming out. I like to close out like we come in with a praise and I turn glory to Garvey, Long Lord Spirit of Dr. Khalil Abdul muhammad praise Harry to Harriet Tubman, glory to Ida B. Wells and Long Lord Spirit of Sister Benny A Or for Fuhdi A. Crack in the Trump.